welcome to the December 25th edition of One Nation Radio here on Lords of Pain. And this is part two of the WWE Year in Review on Pay-Per-View. I am your host, Rich Ladder, of course, here with my co-host, James Boyd, live in person. What's going on, man? Oh, nothing. Live in person. <laughs> You're here in the flesh to do this. Yep. Um, so, uh, if you guys are wondering where part one of this thing was, we covered uh, January's Royal Rumble through July's Extreme Rules. Have that show available on the archives in the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Um, you're going to be hearing this show on both networks. So, um, yeah, man. Um, part Reflections of part one. Part one had one shining light of, um, of hope and joy in Royal Rumble and the rest. Um, was, was, the rest was okay until we got to WrestleMania where everything fell off a cliff. And we don't know how to book any of our top people in this company except for Ronda Rousey. Thank God for her. <clears throat> so, that's... that's um, that's 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 my synopsis of the first half of the year. It'll yeah, um, Royal Rumble was was incredible. Um, then you go into a couple of predictable shows in Fastlane and uh, Elimination Chamber, which only served to piss people off. Um, then, yeah. of course, WrestleMania, where the last like eight matches are just not it at all. Then you get the all time low, essentially, or excuse me, you get the greatest Royal Rumble after that, and that's just a that's a weird show. Uh, upon reflection, it's a house show. Yeah, um, shit. It was better than Backlash though, because <laughs> Backlash was just a tragedy. Well, I, I will. I think every house show I've ever heard of or been to has been better than uh, <laughs> Backlash. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. WWE Backlash set like new standards for ineptitude. Uh, you know, it's either that or Battleground 2017 is uh, the worst pay per view of this decade. Um, after that, they went to um, Money in the Bank. Things got a little bit better, but that featured a bunch of good wrestlers wrestling a bunch of sorry wrestlers. Um, for every, you know, from Seth Rollins to Elias to Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass, Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. Like it was just like, all right, how many sorry motherfuckers uh, are are going to get carried tonight? Essentially, mm-hmm. um, and of course, went to Extreme Rules, which was not extreme in the least. <laughs> so. Um, they had that match with the clock. Wasn't really a memorable show. No, no, no. Don't cut no one off the hook. It wasn't the damn clock. It's because they came out there. They, booked, set, they, li- we, they laid out a terrible match. They, that's what I was getting at. Like, they laid out a, a terrible... What, what do you know? Another high-profile Sephiroth's match that gets a, li- a god-awful layout, and then the crowd shits on it. Yeah. It, it's as if... I'm not going to say that, but it's as if somebody... Didn't want him to be where he probably should be. Like they protect him and and they and they keep him at a high profile. But ah, go ahead, man. It, Lay it, it out. It seems it seems it just seems like they don't like. You think of all like the brilliant ways they tried to like get Roman Reigns hot or, or there are things they've done with Roman, or Strowman over the uh, past two years. Uh-huh. And, like it's made him like it's awesome. It seems like. They gave him Monday Night Rollins in that gauntlet match, and nothing else they've done has been like to actually try to make him a, an actual top star or, or make him a main eventer. It like 
he is the third. He's at worst the third biggest guy on the brand on that brand, and like they treat him like a mid Carter. Yeah, uh, and, and it'll it remains to be seen where he's headed from here. But he definitely is like a guy that has a very uneven year, um, yeah. and it's unfortunate because it's also weird, really weird that like the beginning of the year on pay per view, like or the beginning of the year, like it was bad. Uh, especially on pay per view, and he was pretty, he, he like a godsend. He's like the only, he's a shining light amongst all the doo doo. And then, and then like the people, like they start booking a little bit better. Like people start stepping up. The levels start. It right. goes up, and like meanwhile, he doesn't actually rise with it. He more or less kind of stays in place, if not like stagnates. Yeah. So that's kind of weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, we're going to get started with SummerSlam, which was a show that featured Roman Reigns winning the Universal uh, Championship via Thief. Um, <laughs> but we'll get to that later. Uh, we had the big down Brian and Miz match. Uh, the Demon Finn Balor ended up being shown, but we're going to start with the guy we just talked about. Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler had an opener, uh, 22 minutes for the Intercontinental Championship. I remember this one being the classic Seth Rollins match at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, First nine or ten minutes, they're just hanging out in the ring, getting a view, uh, trading holds. And then after the um, Falcon Arrow, these dudes decide to really wrestle-wrestle. Yeah. So, um, I remember liking the match at the time. Um, You're absolutely right. It's like it's like going to the top of a roller coaster. It's like it's like the slow <laughs> track up and up and up and up and up and up and as like he comes off the rig for the Falcon Arrow, like it's literally going down and also you get all the momentum and speed and twists and turns. Yeah. Like yeah. So yeah, definitely. And this uh, also featured Dean Ambrose in his first uh pay per view appearance. Um he had came back six days before this and then hadn't talked, hadn't done anything. Um, he's just backing up Seth Rollins like everything's all good, helping and, his brother if you will. It was awesome. He was, he, he, you know, he had that that um that I've been away like workout like you know that, <laughs> that, that extra five pound, five ten pounds of muscle you get when you're away. Yeah, you, you're you're coming back. So he had that going for him. He got he finally decided to, to, to get a, a haircut that matches his that matches his attitude. Um, and he looked really like you know menacing at points and, and like brooding and, and you know and, and intense I mean Seth I mean I think the main thing that, that differentiates between like the serious Ambrose Ambrose that people actually want and the goofy you know bus rounds give me some more cowboy hat uh, Dean Ambrose is like intensity and like when he was like you know like he was going to hatchet uh McIntyre's arm off if he touched him, uh, if he touched Seth on on like around the ring, like so like it was really cool to think like it's flat out new character, like it's interesting. Turned out not to be the case, but whatever it, it, they, so they, first, they had us. It was interesting until they decided to like make him do things that like if you look at that Chronicle um, documentary, he clearly was not. That was clearly not the direction that he that that was in mind. Like there was a change of plans, pal. So that's where we are. Uh, <clears throat> then we had a tag match between the New Day and the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, went to a DQ. I remember it being a pretty good match at the time. Yeah. Uh, and then it went to a DQ, and we were all pissed off. Yeah, I remember it felt like a bit of a sprint. Like they were trying to like get it. Like they were getting big moves on them, and they were on the ropes. And then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, how do we survive this? Because we're gonna, you know, can't give you the finish here. We got, you know, you. You know, you know, in old days, you're like, you gotta, you know, you gotta pay for the, the pay for the, for the good stuff. No, right. <clears throat> no, we get to the part where you pay, and then actually, like, 
we were going to save that and then like you know for TV. You got to give it to you for free. Yeah. I'm like what? Okay. Yeah. This is all types of backwards. Yeah. Um. After that, we had a Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens match, and this was the culmination of their feud that featured Braun Strowman whooping Kevin Owens' ass all summer. Uh, Kevin Owens almost laying down for this dude, including almost murdering. Yes. Him. Including almost murder, and this was a singles match for Strowman's Money in the Bank contract. Going into this, a lot of people were were summarizing that Kevin Owens would beat him somehow and end up cashing in in the main event and running away as a heel champion for Roman Reigns to chase. A lot of people like thought that um, that didn't happen. He, he, he came out there, he got mollywopped, got power slammed, and that was it. Squizoshed. Yeah, um, <clears throat> Strowman was not done for the night. We did get Charlotte against Becky Lynch and Carmella, and this match uh, was the genesis for the man to be born. So, um, Charlotte Flair, like the scoundrel she is, uh, hit Becky Lynch when she was turned around, going for a pin. When she had to match one. When she had to match one, flips in, hits a natural selection, wins the title off that god-awful Carmella who just... You know, between her and Alexa, this was this was a night of getting the belt off of both of their ass. And all throughout the, the beginning of the, of the year and all Ooh. these parts, like, Ooh. the women's title were strangled, were in a stranglehold yeah. with Carmella on one side and Alexa Bliss right. on the other. Right. And it's amazing how, like, where have we gone with the women um, since they both had, had the take, titles taken off them? It's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's just how they've both been, like, rocket strapped in elevation. Like, <laughs> Like we went from we were, like we live in Florida. We went from like the Florida to the goddamn to, to the goddamn Rocky Mountains in elevation between yes. uh, the prestige of both of these titles. Yes, in um, one night, it's amazing. So Becky um, snaps on Charlotte after the whole crowd goes nuts because we're like tired of Charlotte taking Becky's moments, and of course you know they well, came out. I, okay, I think this is what, mostly what happened is every most of the people that were there. We're rooting for Becky. You can hear it in the crowd. She's the most over woman. She's the most over person on the show. And then she loses. People are let down, and then they're doing the hug thing. You're just like, not this again. Not 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 respect and love and all this other stuff. Like don't don't be Seth Rollins after getting thrown out of hell out of the Royal Rumble by by, by Roman Reigns. Just be all oh, you got me. Uh, yeah, just got yeah. Oh, you got me, Charlotte. You're just, you're the best. You got me. You got me. She, you know. Uh, I remember the promo the next night. She's like, when that when that when I, when the mat hit hit the, the I'm sorry when the hand the ref's hand hit the mat for the third time, it was a crystallizing effect, and I, I realized that um, I was. Like I, I was going to raise her hand. and I was going to rip her head off. I was in, in, like, she beat the piss out of Charlotte, and it was the beginning of many beatings. Yeah, <laughs> Becky will Charlotte for the next few months. Several. And it's it, it's interesting because we go back to the Royal Rumble, and we talked about um what the cannon fodder that uh, Finn Balor had to be to get Kane over to take the pin from Brock Lesnar, right? As opposed to just having Finn Balor do it. Or go out there and wrestle Brock, Le- Brock Lesnar because the the talk was that Finn wasn't over enough and that then that determination was made when there were still ten ten shows before they got to Rumble. So, just a quick question: Do you know how many? Okay, so you know how long ten weeks is for for example. Ten weeks okay. is like two and a half months. Right, and more more specifically. If you go from, for Becky Lynch, for example, if you go from the time she slapped the piss out of uh, Charlotte in that match 
to evolution. That's ten weeks. That's incredible, ain't it? Now, now imagine you go from being this woman that is that people like to all of a sudden you become the hottest thing in the fucking company in ten weeks. I, th- I, I, I thought you couldn't do that. I thought it wasn't fucking possible, right? I mean, all it was was we can't have um, Braun Strowman in the Royal Rumble because then he has to win, but he also can't lose the Royal Rumble or else the whole thing doesn't make sense. And, so, and, and fuck Finn Balor, too. Yeah, that and too. fuck Finn Balor. So, yeah. it, so it was I, a combo I, of those I, things. I just, I just, I looked at it, actually, this, I meant to say that. I had it in, in, the, in the chamber for... Uh, had that on the tuck. For, no, I had it in the chamber for the fuck out of here draft, but I just slipped my mind. Yep. But I was like, let me just bring it up here since we got the whole thing. Like, thank you, got yourself over that fan. So, Anyway, like that was the most over thing on the whole show. Yeah, um, and you know the the whole crowd lost it. Yes. Uh, from there we went no, that, because Charlotte com- commands no sympathy. None. Yes, none. Um, after that, we had Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. Joe winning by DQ uh, yes. after he basically disrespected AJ Styles uh, to his face uh, by calling out Wendy, telling her Daddy was was gonna come home. I believe, and these guys had a hell of a match yes. with a DQ finish. Is this the only, like, fuck finish, or this has to be the only one I can think of recent memory where they had a, people had a hot match and a fuck finish, and, like, you wanted more, and you were okay with it. You were just like, okay, I, I see that. As yeah. Opposed to people, normally when it's like, you get a fuck finish, I mean, it's like, dude, you're killing me. Yep. And it, it was like, you know, this is fresh in the middle of AJ Styles having all these fuck finishes on pay-per-view. He did beat yeah. Rusev cleanly, but the whole Nakamura thing was just built on, you know, ridiculousness as far as uh, him, you know, ending matches with dick kicks and countouts and double draws. And Do you think that, we, that a lot of people felt that way because they thought that we were going to get hell in a cell between them? Do you think that's also the reason why? Yes. Okay. Yes, we thought. Oh yeah, Hell in a Cell's next month. Yeah, like, we're oh, gonna this do that. Sense. Blood Feud. They had a heated finish and heated to speed of finish or whatever. Okay, going to the cell. Right. We're not, you, you would no. think that, but oh, apparently no. that was not the plan. <laughs> so um, after that, uh, that was a hell of a match too with yes. the finish. I'm not yes. like yes. I give it like four and a quarter. Yes, um, same here. Had they gone to a clean finish, and uh, it may have been higher for me. Could have um, been a match of year contender. Yep. Then uh, we had the Miz uh, taking on Daniel Bryan, defeating him. Uh, Daniel Bryan's first extended um, match on pay per view with a non bum. With a non bum, correct. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know they did their little cute storyline to have the Miz uh, hit him with the brass knucks. Daniel Bryan punched him in the face repeatedly throughout the match. Um, and this whole thing was. It was really weird because we got to the show, crowd was dead, and then the Miz had a lot more support than you would think going into this. So this just had had me looking like, how much have they damaged Daniel Bryan already? The answer was a lot, and it was just like this man literally had to turn heel to save it, save his whole shit. Yeah, um, I liked the match at the time. I thought it made sense, you know. It was um, it was a good match. I think the thing was that you have we have Brian basically beating the hell out of him throughout the match, and like I show you, you know, I'll show you what tough is that sort of thing. But Miz like just couldn't match the physicality because Miz doesn't Miz just isn't gonna hit doesn't isn't gonna like he's not with Miz isn't gonna wrestle like at, at Miz isn't going to strike and hit and punch and grapple with that extra with that extra oomph that like someone like Brian does. Right, and, like, it was just, it was clearly, like, 
one person is working at WWE, that Dean Ambrose, Miz, like, Russell and Water deal. And those matches, you can still get those matches over, but you got to do some finagling with them. Mm-hmm. And then Daniel Bryan is still working at, like, that level that he was, you know, that he kind of... That he was always at? Yeah, pretty and much. And then rolled out of bed and just kept, you yeah. know, performing that? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so, like, it was... It's like, the match still got there was good, but, like... I think there was something missing here because I, I feel like I feel like people will think will think more highly of this match like for in a retrospect like in immediate retrospect if um, they got a more sets a more satisfying few in the back end like it was appropriate to, like I didn't care that they did the mix challenge next pay per view but like the fact that they made a number one contendership match that at Crown Jewel a match you thinking like okay so this is going to be another one a match similar to. The first one, but we actually get a clean finish. He just, and he just squatches him. He's just like now. So like this was this was this was a thing that was like the first, you know, the first you know the build to this, the build to the next pay per view. It felt like this was a feud of the year contender, and then by the time we got to it, it was like it was made into a joke. Like it wasn't even. Yep. To, they yeah. they had all this heat for it in 2016. They never could quite recapture the magic, and it was just. This should have been a main event style thing. I had enough, you know, heat behind it, and then it's right in the middle of the show. So it did end up getting the most time on the card. And, um, it, was, and it was a really good match. It just it wasn't like if you see the if you want like for me, it's just like I'm watching it. I'm watching Joe and, and AJ like beat the hell out of each other, right? You know? And then I get to this, and like it's also another heated feud. But it's like I see Brian hitting the hell out of him, but Miz ain't Miz just ain't bringing it. Yeah. So. After that, um, we to had that level. To we that had level. the Demon Finn Balor show up as a surprise, squashing Baron Corbin. I thought Baron career, Corbin's career was over after this match, oh. like just like get rid of him. Well, but I was know, sadly mistaken. Well, we know we're going to keep we're going to give him more TV time to get himself even more under yeah. as, a, as a character. Jesus Christ! That that Demon shit was over, and we ain't seen it since. So he didn't get to do it for WrestleMania. This is the only time I believe uh, this year he's got to pull the paint out. And he yeah, felt like to, a superstar, to, to didn't squash, he? Yeah, to squash this fucking goon. Yeah. Um, then Shinsuke Nakamura and Jeff Hardy had a nothing match for the United States Championship. It's amazing how how fall how how fast someone can fall in a year. I don't even remember this match. Was exactly. this like doing they were doing the thing where like when basically him and Randy Orton were both beating the piss out of Jeff? Yes. So, okay. Randy Orton was off the show. He was okay. sidelined. Um, yeah. yeah Shinsuke Nakamura, ballot Hall of Famer, sidelined. Yeah. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura uh, was, I think this might have been his only time he defended the belt on pay-per-view. Was, so. this, was this a quick match? <laughs> yes. It, oh, it was 11 minutes. Okay. Um, after that, we had Ronda Rousey absolutely destroy Alexa Bliss, and I couldn't be happier to end the run of mediocrity of just two-star wrestling, uh, just just terrible, n- non-physical, just... Literally, just like we're gonna put somebody uh, on top of the, the division that just ain't got it. Completely afraid of any and all contact, like taking bumps on, like just like like is this what y'all like? Like now that we have like this Becky Lynch shit and the Charlotte shit and, and this Oscar shit and to to contrast and, it to in these Ronda matches, in these Ronda matches, are y'all gonna sit here and still lie and tell me that Alexa Bliss was that heat in these streets at any point? <laughs> That she was being pushed from, what is this, December 2016 to SummerSlam 2018. Did she ever move the culture once? 
My answer is hell no, but no. fuck no. She never moved the culture once. My my answer is that she's a good promo, and that's and that's pretty much it. Like um, you got to do more. Like yeah. you got to do more. She, you, you, she's a she's a she's a she's a uh, she is a mediocre to average wrestler in the ring, and but she but she is a good promo, and that's that's pretty much it. And maybe she gets better. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she's done. Maybe she isn't. But. That's 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 what we got from her for that entire span. Even when they overpushed her to the moon, and it's so funny that they overpushed her to that to that extent, and then like for them to after you know, making her literally they overpushed her more than people complain about Charlotte. Like and Charlotte is awesome, and but, like she's pushed more with her, and like Charlotte, like I said, Charlotte is awesome. Alexa is not awesome, <laughs> in yeah. any sense. So um, you have that and. Then they and so they did all this over pushing and over pushing and then it's time for her to go to Ron and they beat the and she beat, beat the, the brakes on her. They let her slap a rear naked choke on her and then like she no sells a rear naked choke and then she throws her off her and beats the piss out of her and then like tort and tortures this poor this poor this poor woman. So like it was just funny. It's like so wait a second. So you mean to tell me like you did all of this just to like just to like sit. This centered to the gallows. This, this was part executed. of the. This was part of the Ronda path. Like this is like the the, the nice safe path. No, that, what, no. But what I'm saying is, Ronda can easily dispatch her. She didn't have to embarrass Alexa. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. Like if you're for me is like you push this you push this average ass woman for so long, and like so you just done now. If, if this is the case, she did get a rematch if, after this. If this is the case, can we go back in time and give me like and give me like a, a longer and give me a Sasha Banks run in between all this between all this Alexa mediocrity? Yes. If that's the case, you can go back in time because like this is bullshit. Like the she way monopolized like, like, the belt at, for like, like at, damn near a year and a half. Now you look at um for example gender. She's not nearly as bad as gender. I'm like straight up, she's so much better than gender. But whatever. I've seen gender so, have a three and a half star match on pay per view. Dude, are we really? Do you really rather? Who would you rather see on TV more on, for 50, for ten minutes at a time between Jinder or Alexa Bliss? It's tough. It ain't tough it, for it's, me. It's real tough. It ain't tough for me. I think they're Jinder's both. A, I think they're both rotten. Horrific. I think they're both rotten. Like okay. you're not gonna get me to argue like one or the other, but oh. like I've seen. I'm, I'm play, look. You're doing one. Jinder of Mahal looks like an imposing pr- professional wrestler. You know what this sounds to me like for you? What, what it sounds like when like when people talk about like ain't no ain't no reason to vote. Like if I vote, then, then all I'm doing is be voting for the lesser of two evils. That's the point, motherfucker. Sometimes you have to vote for the lesser of two evils. Like sometimes you have to pick the thing that is going to be not the worst thing on on the earth just because you don't agree with like the the, the less evil thing. That's the point. Yeah. So anyway. Like for me, just awfulness all around. Okay, let, let's. Sorry, we're getting distracted, but like, but yeah, I you I I would rather have deal with Alexa being like taking the Corbin role. She'd be so much better than Corbin, or especially and having to deal with like gender and his and his Ashanti or Shanti yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. Sorry. So, but anyways, like, same thing is like okay, like now that gender is a fucking geek again, could I can we go back in time and I can get like. A Kevin Owens title reign, like <laughs> a Miz title reign, something, as opposed to this. You wasted my time. Speaking of waste of times, um, we had Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar <laughs> in the main event of SummerSlam. So these guys had a whole setup to make this match go by 
to try to pull the wool over people's eyes, to scam, and to ma- fraud the audience. In the main story, when you leave out of it, if you like, you accept that like if if if, you, if you're okay with if if you, if you, if you don't care or you accept that they pulled a scam job to get off the air with a cheer with cheering. The end of the day, the storyline is that Roman Reigns is won the championship, but Brock Lesnar is scared of and shook of Strowman or concerned with Strowman, not Roman Reigns. That's somebody he's already beaten in like. It's okay with fighting. It's not a strong but, victory. But, but he's still, but he's there. But he's there, sitting there, like while fighting, while James, Strowman's sitting there, just either worried about him. It's, we that's, that's, it's, we it's pushed weird. this motherfucker for five years yep. at this point to yep. do a distraction yep. finish. That's my. That's because my, that's my point. My point is, you built this dude for five years, and the best you can do is tell a story where he was a championship, but the real story is that the, the guy that he just hit the belt off of is more worried about the guy outside the ring than inside the ring. So That's a terrible fucking story. So when we get to this, they're starting with all the booze. Strowman Hell comes out. Everyone Hell cheers because everybody assumes Strowman's going to insert himself. Strowman says, I'm going to be here waiting for whoever you know wins. Y'all got to deal with me after this. Then he gives sacrifice to Brock Lesnar like normal. Um, and somehow Brock ends up taking the spear at the end uh, after he has a chair with Reigns. One, two, three. And they rush off the air in under two minutes. And yes. they play replays. They do everything but show you the crowd and everything like that. And then they zoom in real tight on Roman Reigns. And you see that fucking thing in the, in the bottom of the left-hand screen like the signature. Yes. And they off the air. They literally scam the audience. You have never seen WWE sign off the air faster. It was supposed to be a coronation. It was supposed to be balloons. It was supposed to be pyro. It was supposed to be confetti. None of that. We're out of here. Holla. We got your money. Fuck y'all. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Yep. And And we run it off like a thief in the middle of the night. Yeah. Like Derek Fisher after the .4 shot. So... Yeah, and then you start seeing the video. Obviously, we're not supposed to really care about this because it's quote-unquote, it's off-camera, but... You see the videos of uh, people playing the videos, knowing like once they f- come to realization that, oh my God, they've already went off air. Like Strowman's not catching in, and then you get all the booze. But it's like, well, and if it's any of his backstage, like, well, we already gone. But nobody can hear you. Like, look, no one, no one around. They'll the never hear you scream. They're gonna have to find that shit on YouTube. Yeah. It's like, dude, why run your business like this? Why? Like, like. I, and, you know, on the fuck out of here draft, we were addressing a lot of the FDS, right? And we are saying, y'all ain't tired of this? And now I propose that they're like Vince McMahon. It's like, you're not tired of having to, like, make excuses and come up with these gimmicks to, to deceive in the crowd for for Roman Reigns, like, and, and, you know, him going over Brock. Why couldn't you just have him go over him strong and beat the shit out of him? Like, you don't think, you you haven't tried that with Lesnar. I don't understand um, why he would continue to want to run his, you know, the top of his card like this. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so do you remember the movie The Help? Yes. Do you remember, like, the very end, like, the whole thing is about, like, um, um, Bryce Dallas Howard. I can't remember her name. I think it might be Millie was her name. And she is basically, like, just a terrible person throughout the whole entire movie. And... Yeah, no, it's Hilly, Hilly, and she's this awful woman, and 
But all of a sudden, at the end, like Viola Davis, like she's about to fire her because because they found out that the book was about her, and they're trying to you know fire and you know do do these women wrong. And Miss at the end's like, see, then uh, they they plant some silver on um on uh, Viola Davis character. And Viola's character goes, ain't you, ain't you tired, Miss Hilly? Ain't you tired? Ain't you tired? You're like, yes. dude, Vince. WWE FDS is ain't you tired of having to having to be okay with lying to y'all selves about this bullshit? <laughs> I mean, stop this. Let's be ashamed of yourselves. <sighs> yeah, uh, and that was SummerSlam. Overall, like a, <laughs> a, 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 a mix. A, a mixed bag of a show. I I thought it was a scam with that match. The Ronda match was just a squash. Nakamura Hardy was nothing. It was cool seeing the Demon Finn or Dan Bryan and Miz was. Eh, it was all right. No, it was a really good match, but it wasn't great. Yeah, and it, we all wanted. We all thought, given like some of the matches, it should have been had, great. It should have. It should have been great. Uh, Styles was and really Joe good. was really good. Uh, <laughs> Rollins and, and uh, Ziggler was good in the second half of the match. And of course, we got the big angle with Becky Lynch, so that that kind of overshadowed that match. But to be fair, that match was that match was okay. Yeah, probably be, probably better than okay. But yeah, you get my point. I w- yeah, I have to rewatch it if I say it was actually good or not. But yeah. <laughs> After that, we had uh, Hell in a Cell. So um, <clears throat> then um, yeah, uh, we have Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy in the opener in a Hell in a Cell match, and these guys beat the shit out of each yes. other um, and had. For two guys their age and you know their experience level, they crafted a relatively heated rivalry in the time it took yes. to build this up, and they actually got the Hell in a Cell match instead of the WWE Championship, which was a head scratcher at the time. I don't know why Orton could have; they couldn't have had a stipulation like a no holds barred match, and they could have done everything except the big fall. But um, it did feature one of our favorite spots. It was Randy Orton bouncing off the rope <laughs> with the chair. It's absolutely hilarious. Uh, yeah, basically, basically he like loads up with the chair and then bounces off of the rope and then like um, and then like and then he strikes down on um across. Uh, uh, Jeff Hardy's back, it was, and he did it multiple times. It's like, what? What does this extra? Ba- what does this bounce off the ropes have to do with what? what? Yeah. And then you know, obviously you have the um, the the uh, <laughs> the screwdriver spot with the ear, um, yep. which, which is like fucking, which is revolting and like um, uh, skin crawling to a bunch of people. Um, you you know you had the the chair spot where he goes through a chair Randy and all of a sudden like the chair broke off into a, and then it it rips up a, a hunk of flesh out of Orton's leg which added to the match of how gruesome it was because like it's one thing for Orton to get his to get all this like uh, revol- like you know gross looking stuff over as if he's like some type of um, um, mutilator but it was another one another thing for like that happened to him. And then, like, he's still wrestling with this stuff sticking out of his leg. It's like a shining moment for Randy Orton this year. And it was like, this is definitely, this is not going to get a lot of matches this is of the year love. This is match in ages. Yeah. This, ages. This is not going to get a lot of matches of the year love, but, it, like, this is a, a really good match. You know like, what? That might have been his best match since, like, Elimination Chamber against Luke Harper. Or, or no, actually, I'll take that back. The Randy Orton, or sorry, the, the AJ Styles match as uh, SmackDown. Yeah. Um, and... I really like that. I think I went four stars on that match. Yeah, um, I, I would have given four stars, yeah. Uh, Becky Lynch defeated Charlotte clean. Oh, 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 hold on, real quick. We must make note that Jeff Hardy climbed to the top of the... the uh, to the top of... The Hell in a Cell. To the Hell in a Cell roof. He climbed on it and, and uh, with with uh, Randy Orton laid out on a table. 
and then he swung up and down to try to get parallel to the uh, parallel to Randy Orton so that he could fall on him. And Randy Orton moved out the way as he fell, and he went through a table in the ring. And then the paramedics came to come get him, stretch him out. And then as that happened, Randy Orton stopped the, stopped the paramedics, and then told the ref to count the pin because Hell in a Cell. There are no rules. There are no rules to Hell in a Cell, and there must be a winner. Yes. Keep that in mind to when we get to the main event of this fucking show. Also, about the Hell in a Cell, um, they had the rubber cell and they painted it red. Yes. So it's like a safer cell and kind of a more visually striking cell. And it wasn't yes. as bad on camera as you might have thought. Yeah. But then also the same thing with how they gimmicked up um, a the Elimination years, Chamber. The elimination chamber. Like, I, look, I like it better. I like it better because guys are not afraid to do, or it's easy for guys to bump against and bump on and you still and people still buy it as you're still falling into a still great as opposed to um, the the softer the softer out out or thing and the same thing with the um, with the cage because now the cell it has that ru- or that rubber coating on or sorry that slick coating on it 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 won't just stick you or whatever else compared to when you know you you take you know you get Irish whipped off it or you you know you get lawn darted into it so it's safe for the guys so and people still buy all of it so good yeah. Um, they should have did this years ago. Yes, like, <laughs> look, I'm all for I'm I'm all for making the stuff safe for the guys. And um, girls. So after that, we had uh, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch capturing the women's title after like a month of like creative nirvana yes. for her. <laughs> um, they they tried that the first week uh, with Becky to make her cut you people promos on the fans. We weren't going for it. They started editing stuff out in video packages to basically take those comments out and act like that shit never happened and this was during that mm-hmm. whole that's not the story you were told bullshit yeah. and then she just becomes an intense character after that yeah because the, the first week she comes out and says um i should i should be standing here the champion charlotte stole it from me but and ever since that and ever and because she did it i gave her the beating she said um she wanted to prove to the doubters that she um that she wasn't just charlotte's friend and she said she envisioned herself holding the title up, saying she was her own woman, that she was a top star, she was a champion, and she put the division back on the map. And, um, you know, she also says stuff, she also goes on to say, like, you know, but guys, you know, you know, I were you guys really with me? I didn't hear you guys cheer, but were you guys really with me? And the whole crowd now. Bracing the go, yes chance. Bracing the yes chance. Yes. yes! You hear an eruption of yes, and then she cusses, cuss part, you know, tried to tried to distance herself from the fans, and then, like, she goes back into saying, like, you know, um, that, you know, that I see things clearly now, and I knew that, like, I knew that, you know, once I went to raise her hand and hug her, I was going to rip her head off, and there's not a person on, there's not a person in that lock, and there's not a woman in that locker room or, or anybody in this crowd or anybody on TV or is watching this right now that can tell me any different, and then, like, we were on from there, and then they did the fight, they did the, the pull-apart deal, and like, and like Becky this, whooped that ass weeks, week for, after for week after, after week after people, week. People were thirsting for this woman to finally get something to get, to get like you know to get her due. Yep. And this was a great match. And this was like, and this comes going back to Elimination Chamber when she was the one that was pushed off the Money in the Bank thing. Mm-hmm. Um, through through this time, she's beating people the whole summer on TV. She finally claims the championship. Clean victory, kind of rolls through Charlotte's spear. Mm-hmm. Uh, was a good match. Um, went over 13 minutes. Then we had a match for the tag team championship between Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre and Ambrose and Rollins. This match was great. Well, real, real quick about the about the Becky Charlotte thing. 
we get to the end of it, and it reminded me of um, when Okada or when Omega fought, uh, beat Okada for the for the um, championship, the IWGP Championship. Is like he's been going through it, and it's been un, it's been it's been weird with like between his like Ibushi and also with the Young Bucks, and then like he wins the title, and the first thing he does is like he hugs his friends because. Ultimately, he's a good person, and the friends, his friends are more important than the belt at the end of the day. This was, you go to SummerSlam, what happened, and she turned on, on, on Charlotte, and then she wins. And, and for Charlotte, it was, I felt betrayed, but, like, you felt you needed, you felt you needed to do this, and you won, so, and you're the champion, you're the better woman that night, so, and I'm okay with that. And I'm even okay with you beating you beating me left and beating me up left and right, but I still want my friend back. I stay in my hand. And for Becky, it was like, no. The story is fuck all that. The story is I've been your friend for so long that it's been to the detriment. I feel like now I've now realized it's been to the detriment of my career, or that's how I feel anyway. So no, it ain't my friendship. My friendship. My my friendship with you is to me is no longer more important than this belt that I've been. Trying to chase down for since I lost it. So no, I would not shake your hand. Get out my ring if, if yeah. anything. <laughs> like so, yeah. That, I thought I thought that was good. I thought that was an uh, interesting tor- storytelling. So yeah. uh, Ziggler McIntyre and Ambrose and Rollins had a hell of a match. Uh, this yeah. pulled the tag team championships to a whole another level that it had not been on pretty much a whole year. It had been mired in mediocrity and then yeah. literally went back to it right after. Yeah, like this is like a third tier match of the year contender for the main roster. Yeah. Um, really like that match a lot. Um, I love I love the finish. Yeah, they they had McIntyre looking like literally looking like a god on this. I mean, night. You, look, he won the match. He looked. Uh, <laughs> or sorry, uh, Dolph Ziggler was was beat was about to be beaten, and then he swoops in with the you know with the Falcon Arrow, and then he actually catches the Falcon Arrow with with the Claymore, and then they get the they get the victory, and then he carry carries both belts. And Ziggler. And then also Kerry Ziggler. I was like, now that's how you book. Now that's how you book. From this point forward, that's how you book. (laughs) Like, if you want to make somebody, that's how you do it on the undercard. Yeah. Um, And after that, we had AJ Styles and Samoa Joe uh, in the WWE Championship match just over 19 minutes. Disputed finish with AJ Styles rolling through the sleeper attempt, uh, but tapping on the other side, but still Mm. getting the pinfall. And this was the at the... This was just me throwing my hands in the air and saying, "I've had enough of all these AJ Styles fuck finishes." Yes, like, I, I wrote a column around that time. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. And I was just like, "If y'all not gonna respect this man as the champion, just take the fucking belt off him." Like this, like I'm tired of this, man. You're ruining all his matches doing this. <laughs> okay, so because y'all can't book. No, they can't. So. Do you remember? Okay, I don't know if you ever saw the movie because it was so ridiculous. But you remember, like, when Samuel L. Jackson, like, he was doing action movies. He could, I mean, still doing action movies. But, like, he was still do, he was doing action movies as, like, a top star and whatever else. And he was willing to do any damn movie. So that man was doing Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen any parts of Snakes on the Plane? Like, like, any, like, let's say, like, a, a snippet from YouTube of funny stuff? So, okay, so no. So, yeah, I don't think there so. There was a funny part of, on Snakes on the Plane that they, there's, like, a YouTube, like, thing that went quote-unquote viral or viral before viral was a thing so he gets to a point where i guess it's like right before the third act on the he's like he goes i've had enough of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane 
so, so, and like when when the Joe when the fuck finish happened with with AJ and Joe here, I know I know you because I imagine when you wrote it, I don't imagine I just imagined like your reaction was. I am sick and tired of these motherfucking fake fuck finishes in these motherfucking AJ Styles pay-per-view matches. Yes, I've had enough. I've had enough. I would. They they put they put me over their knee. They broke my will. They spanked me. They just have done everything just to ruin my appetite for uh, a lot of these AJ Styles matches at this point. Uh, enjoy the match a lot. Of course, it was a continuation of what they had going on at SummerSlam. And these two did kick the shit out of each other, but yes. then they decided, yeah, we need to have another reason to do if, another match. Yeah. If there was ever a night for AJ Styles to have lost the title to somebody this year, this was it. This would have been it. Yep. Yes. Um, and Samoa Joe, always a bridesmaid, never the bride. Nope. Um, then, of course, we had the Miz and Maurice and Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella to further cool down their feud, and Brie Bella and Maurice doing some of the worst professional wrestling in North America this year. Um, <laughs> just botching everything in sight. If I remember, this is, bef- is this like right as we get into, or no, this is before, or is this before or after like she knocks out Liv? This is before. Okay, just want to make sure, I couldn't really remember. This is before. Yeah, Maurice, is, like, Maurice was just out here just playing wrestler. Yeah, and this was just and, like, and this Bri- is not what this feud and needs. Brie was trying, but it's like, Look what you put me in the ring with. Yeah. I, I just... I, I had no idea what was going on here. And this was just me further looking at them saying, Wow, this is what you've done with Daniel Bryan. I can't believe this. I will say this, though. I did enjoy it for it being a banter bullshit match. Right? Like, it was a match... For me, like, I, I had no expectation for the match. And I enjoyed how goofy and funny it was. Now, for somebody that's like, Look, man, these people could be... These two could be having a four-star match right now. You deserve all you 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 are well within your right to to hate this match for the end of time, and I don't I don't I don't begrudge you for it. And I'm not gonna tell you you're wrong for it, but I will say that for me, the person that like literally like took a hands off approach on this match, like I thought I I enjoyed it at times. Um. Yeah. But go ahead and say fuck that match on the move. Yeah, on. but fuck that match. <laughs> <laughs> This is just another. It was another match on the descent of the babyface character yeah. of the best babyface of the last twenty years. Yep, this, I agree. Is, this is all I see. I see red when I, I when I, I see the the eight months of time between him basically cutting that promo and breaking Twitter hey. and uh, and us doing that podcast that night hey. and, and then uh, him firing the fuck up on Kevin Owens that night mm-hmm. and then kicking AJ Styles in the nuts. There's mm-hmm. this whole block of time that I just literally mark red. Just hey, you know, you ain't wrong. <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. I just I just said I like the match because I like I just completely was like, look, this match is gonna be whack, and so like I'm just gonna take my critical brain off of this. Off this match is gonna be awful, and there was awful moments because like I said, Maurice was out here literally just out here pretending, it, but like I did enjoy moments of the match. Um, like, I did enjoy when they got their yes kicks off and they were out here, like, uh, sl- laying in the Brian and Maurice with yes kicks. I did enjoy that. So, Rousey and Alexa had another match, and this one went three times as long as the other one. They had Alexa beating on Ronda, and Ronda doing a bunch of selling for her. I didn't like it at because all. Because she had her ribs, and the weird thing about her ribs is, like, her ribs gave out like the, like it's a like it's a Sephiroth's knee or some shit. And it's like, like, oh, you have her lifted up. Oh no, your ribs went out. What the, how the fuck do ribs go out? Yeah. How does 
What? It's not a joint. I I didn't like this match. Um, I thought Rousey was selling way too much for Alexa, and this was the match where I felt like, all right, now that they've done this, it's like people can get heat on Ronda now. It's like you're. It's not like she's selling for Nia Jax. they They literally said, like, let's go over five minutes with Goldberg. Why would you go over five minutes with Goldberg? Yeah. Um, Especially with her. I don't give a damn how bad her ribs are. Like, in a shoot, I don't give Look, unless ribs are missing, in a shoot, Ronda Rousey would rip her limb from limb in within minutes. So I think Ronda would beat up Alexa Bliss blindfolded with <laughs> one arm behind her back. Or are you I saying think, all, she, all she needs is to grab a hold? Yes. <laughs> like she, and, and be able to punch. If she, if she can grab a hold, it's a wrap for her. Yep. I, okay, I see that. I can, I, can see, I can see some of that. Um, And then, of course, the... I gave this match zero stars, James. <laughs> Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman had possibly the worst Hell in a Cell match. Uh, yes, worse than The Undertaker and Big Boss Man at WrestleMania uh, 2000. There was a man Or 99, there excuse a, me. There was a man hung rich. At least that match had a finish. <laughs> the finish, so the fi- because there was finish, finish via hey. chokage. Hey. For, via Drew, uh, Dean Ambrose and Drew McIntyre, where the fuck did they go? They're still up there? They're still up there, for all I know. Um, These are clones that we've been seeing the last couple months. I mean... Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins taking these bumps for nothing. For nothing. Literally nothing. They don't even show them. Yeah, you think of, like, you think of the Shawn Michaels bump in the first Hell of a Cell match. Taking all the bumps they don't want Reigns and Strowman to take. Yeah, like, this match... Okay, if I if I had a list of like, because we started back watch started back watching wrestling like seven years ago, if we um if you wrote a list of pay per view uh fuck finishes and uh, or wonky stuff that happened on pay per view and WWE pay per views or main events anyway, that has to rank up like somewhere in the top ten of like, what? Yeah. Um. You, you, Brock Lesnar. Yep. Brock Lesnar comes he back. He kicked in the fucking locked uh, door like he's Kane with his foot. He, these two assholes, they left the, they left the cage. These two assholes are still up there. They may die. They may not. Yes. No one can. No one even going to put a camera up there to even care because <laughs> they know we're not even supposed to care about these two guys' lives. So Roman Reigns and Strowman, they do a spear through a table and then they're down for like ten minutes, like it's a referee at WrestleMania 17 with the Undertaker and Triple H while they brawl around the fucking Astro Dome. At least he's a geek. Correct. The referees are geeks. These guys are supposed to be the top fighters that that are out here on your brand. And this was just like the peak of like, oh my god, they won't let this Reigns and Lesnar shit die. And this was a, this was a stranglehold that not only hurt Roman Reigns, it hurt Brock Lesnar because Lesnar came back. He has so much go away heat. When he shows up, it makes us want to go away. It made Chad want to go away. Yeah. He literally quit the doc says the day after he, this. He expedited the process. He was planning like he went. He had. He had nudged and he had nudged and, and kind of like uh, sort of sort of kind of like alerted people that like he may leave around WrestleMania 35 right at the end of WrestleMania 35. Like that process got expedited like a month. Yeah, you dude. know, you know what? Fuck this! Like, like, look, the road to WrestleMania and kiss my ass. Yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. Go to hell. In the words of Chad Matthews, go to hell. <laughs> so yeah, um, I thought this was just. All-time bad booking. Roman Reigns never felt more like Diesel than he did on this night 
where his first major pay-per-view title <laughs> defense ends in a fucking tie. Uh, if you could check out the 1995 Royal Rumble, and there's actually a clip of Kevin Nash talking about it. He's like, do you think that fucking makes me look strong? Like, the the first mm-hmm. time I, I, I defend the belt, it ends in a fucking tie? Yeah. Like? So, so like, do, so do I, so who, who exactly do I say owes me, like, uh, oh, you say roughly? This is about like the six month mark, right? From like at that point in time from WrestleMania, right? Yeah, from six months. So, like, so who do I go to get these like twenty four the Doc says podcasts out of? Do I go to Chad or do I go to Braun Strowman or Brock Lesnar or Roman or McIntyre or Ziggler or I think you got to go see Vince about or, this or Vince or Triple H, Stephanie. Like, do I or do I have to go to Stanford to get these twenty four? I, I think you might have to. Okay. Or you might have to just go to take take a trip to uh, North Carolina to go see Chad and be like, hey, you know, I'm here for, for the for the shows. <laughs> what shows? Like, what? what? <laughs> How do you get my address? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, that, that's another part about it. it's like you know you think about like some of the stuff that happens with the with the um some of these shows is like there are things outside like the extra coverage analysis that happens and you're just like. People's decisions are just like, yeah, we're done. Like, it just just folded up. Like, clo- like grand closing right now. So um, liquidation sale. Yeah. So so, so that's how on the sale we're gonna try to get through the next couple of these or this next one here, the WWE Super Showdown. This is a house show in Australia um, that they put on the network. Okay. Uh, main evented Triple H and the Undertaker uh, in that no DQ match. Very slow. Very long. Uh, the the Triple H principle was in effect. If his match is on the show, is going to be the longest show, uh, longest of the show. Yeah. Uh, they did the double turn at the end to set up, you know, what became known as the tag match at Crown Jewel. Uh, Shawn Michaels and Kane were seconds for this no, match. But they shot a double turn angle, but like everybody was already faces, and then like after that, everybody was all faces. faces. Yeah. It's like, what the f- so yeah, I just doing stuff just to do it. Yep. Just you doing know, shit. You know when you're legends, you can you know when you're a legend, you can have shades of great pal. Yeah. Like okay. Um, Daniel Bryan rolled up the Miz uh, in two minutes and twenty five seconds, and I didn't even know what the fuck he happened ate, here. He ate. He Miz did his finisher on that man. He kicked out. And then he kicked out, and then he beat him with a small package. He beat him with a small package and left. Crowd didn't know what happened. I didn't know what happened. It's like what, like. Can you make like whatever, like whatever, like okay, you want to make him strong, like if you want to make him strong, then he should have won at some at SummerSlam as opposed to they go throw this goofy, this goof ass shit, and then, and then he goes out here and wins. Like okay, so Miz won the first two matches, but he was the last one, and now we're just like it feels like Daniel Bryan dominated his feud, even though he clearly didn't. It's weird. Yeah. Really um, weird. Shield and the Dolls of War. I actually didn't see this match. What uh, did, did you have any memories of this match, James? Um, they had two matches. One was um here, and then one was either like the Go Home Show two Super Showdown or the night or the two the night nights after. after. Yeah, I can't remember which one was the storytelling one where it was like um where does where does Dean Ambrose's um allegiance allegiances allegiances a lie. Oh my god! Allegiances lie. Thank you, yeah. thank you. I can't. You I think it was maybe, this maybe one. I'm, maybe I'm still maybe I'm still drunk from the fuck out of here. Drunk. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Allegiances lie, and and then uh, basically Roman saves his like almost kills himself to save his life. So um, they tell her. I, I think this is the one that was that one. Like. 
Both matches were good. I liked the one that was actually like faster paced, better. So that um, was the raw match. Okay, so the raw match, in my opinion, was better because they went back almost back to back. And but this one was also a good match and all and like a match that um I imagine someone like Chad would really enjoy. Yeah. Um. Buddy Murphy uh, defeated Cedric Alexander um, for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Around this time, there were stats coming about mm. out about Alexander. Uh, he had gone undefeated for a year, so mm. you know they had mm. to get rid of that shit. Oh, yeah. so. <laughs> and, and boy, have they gotten rid of that one. Has he, how many matches has he won since? I Maybe think, none? I think he won a couple on 205 Live because he ended up getting another shot at TLC on the pre-show. But, um, yeah, it's, man, it's man, been man, rough. That man said, "I'm on a winning strike. I'm on a I'm on a losing streak." Yes. <laughs> um. So they did a six woman tag. With no, wait, wait, wait. This before we give it, uh, we can go past. It, but like this match was, they very, did wrestle their was, ass like, off. This was, they wrestled their ass off in this match, and the crowd was hot as hell for for Murphy to win. And look, the crowd wanted something. They had a great match, and they gave them what they wanted. Bravo. Good. Thank you, WWE. So we have Ronda Rousey and the Bella Twins, who for some reason were hanging out together. And of course, the whole time it was to basically lay the groundwork. I, I think it was the next or the next Monday. It was the week. next Monday. Yeah. Literally, they did the turn, and it was like all of a sudden Ronda Rousey and the Bella Twins are hanging out <laughs> together. It looks fake. It looks everything. The segments were just just eyebrow raising. Let's say that. Well, are we are we gonna talk about you know are we gonna talk about um, Liv versus Brie? Oh yeah, we're getting to it. So they they were taking on the Riot Squad, mm-hmm. of course, and mm-hmm. you know leading up to this match, they you know had some tag team matches on the pay per view. Oh, they or, did. Or so on Monday Night Raw. Oh, they did. They did. <laughs> um, the Bella Twins were in action against uh, I want to say with Natalia uh, against you know the Riot Squad, and of course uh, Bree went upside Ruby or excuse me uh, Liv's face with defeat twice. Twice. Uh, she caught her one of them things and slumped her, and then caught her with another one and put her flat on her face. Of course, uh, the internet broke out in uh, histrionics. Uh, it was one of the moments of the year just for people to get off bad take after bad take after bad take. And regardless of like what you thought about the situation, someone did get hurt in this situation. Luckily, she was able to recover in and time it, for it, this match. And it felt, and it also felt like we were too busy. People, we in general were too busy. Jumping on Brie Bella's head as opposed to worrying about whether or not this poor woman that got kicked in the face twice is okay. Right. Um, and, you know, Brie, Brie was at fault. It was like, Absolutely. we weren't, we weren't going to like let her slide either. But it was like yeah. a lot of the situation, like when something controversial happens in wrestling, it almost is less about what actually happens and more of the arguments that people mm-hmm. want to have with, with people that they disagree with. Yeah. So, um, fun stuff. Yeah. Um, so, Rousey and the Bella Twins, dominant, uh, 10 minutes, just a match. Yeah. Um, Who's at the pin? I can't remember. Who knows? No idea. Um, <laughs> I think Ronda put a double submission on. That's right. I think. That's right. Uh, that's right. She swapped both arms across each other and then dropped back. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, so AJ Styles. That was, and that was, a great, that was a great finish. Like, yeah. It made her look really impressive. Yeah. AJ Styles and Samoa Joe had a no count out, no disqualification match for the WWE Championship, and this was Fucking awesome! Hey, this hey, was. Rich, hey, Rich, how come how come they didn't start with a lock up? Yeah, I'm getting right there. Fuck. So AJ Styles comes out, top of the stage. He lays the WWE Championship on the ground, tells his motherfucker to come get it, and it's on it from was, there. It was it was almost like the beginning of like a like an anime fight 
where like you got two people like are far apart, they see each other in this on site, and then they they basically run to action each other when it leads to like it leads to a striking match. Yep. It was like some shit straight out of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> so, shit was great. Yes, like this they, is their best match. They uh, beat the hell out of each other. It was awesome. We we nominated this match in our One Nation Radio Awards for I want to say uh, main roster match of the year. Uh, I will leave a um, vote. A voting doc in the comments for this uh, podcast. Make sure you get your votes in. Uh, we will be taking votes for just like another week, and then we'll have that out uh, basically to go into 2019. Um, yeah, but that match was incredible. This was pretty much the end of the Joe feud as we knew it. Uh, yeah. Of course, they had more matches like, after, but okay. So for me, we counted them. Um, we counted the matches they had after that into account. But if they had left off from right at this point, this would have been what the second best feud of the year, uh, third best feud the, of maybe the on year? the main roster. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm mean, talking yeah. about main roster. Like it, I mean, it like they delivered all three all three matches delivered. Um, they like Joe was incredible on the mic. AJ was a, was a great baby face. Um, you know, and they and they clearly at this point look like they hate each other's guts, and like they were swinging for the fences when they were wrestling all three times. This, like this is like, what this, this is what this Rollins is, and Ambrose should this be. This is right what now. I want my wrestling to be. I want people that hate each other that that want to kick the shit out of each other and have so. a reason and have a reason for hating each other. Yeah, right. Or at least if one of them hate each other, other one, the other one's playing mind games. But at least like the mind games aren't you're gonna choke. Fuck yeah. out of here. <laughs> um, then we had four preliminary matches pretty much before that. Iconics in their home country getting uh, cheered a lot against Asuka and Naomi, defeating them. And, of course, we were like, what Who the hell? Uh, the Iconics won that match. Well, whatever. Um, Bobby Lashley and John Cena. John Cena did nothing but stand nothing. on the apron, and he showed up with nothing. that hair, came up with a dragon punch, and pinned he, Elias. Yes, and he cut, a, he cut a retirement promo again. Yep. And uh, it was a, they beat Elias and Kevin Owens, Charlotte and Becky Lynch. They had Becky Lynch basically get out of this match uh, by hitting Charlotte with the belt. I was weekly. really enjoy- yep. so meekly. I was like, enjoying the match a lot before senior. that whole thing, and then I was pissed. Of course, I was like, "Great, they have her doing sh- chicken shit heel tactics." Yep, incredible. Yeah, look, hey, we still cheering her. Yep, it was like we don't care. Yeah, when are you going to learn his lesson, old man? Yes. Yep. And then the New Day defeated Cesaro <coughs> Sheamus, uh, retained the titles, blah, blah, blah. Uh, overall, definitely a unique show, uh, of course, for the environment. Any any type of stadium show, I pretty much want to see just for that, except Crown Jewel. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. and, and especially like Undertaker went out there and embarrassed himself. My God. Oh yeah, yeah. Would you in the uh, Super Showdown or Crown Jewel? I mean, he embarrassed himself in both of these matches, but like, pick one. Yeah. Pick, like, pick a card, any card. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like he's, you know, he just ain't got it no more, and that's fine. Like, you're not supposed to have that. You're not supposed to be in your fifties wrestling, wrestling well that well anymore. Like, I mean, especially at, given his size and his in, listen, injuries over the decades. And then WWE Evolution. A show which ended up being just the peak of creative in WWE this year. Um, And I remember being very negative on the show going into it and thinking, wow, I can't believe Sasha Banks is being disrespected like this. Wow, I can't believe they're putting Nikki Bella in a main event uh, position against Ronda Rousey. Wow, I can't believe they advertise... 
Alexa Bliss versus Trish Stratus as a big ass match and not Sasha Banks. Wow. This whole show could be a disaster because they could just cut the Mae Young Classic down and not really let them go. The morning oh, it, yeah. The yeah. morning of the show, I decided, you know what? I'm going to watch the show. Because originally I was gonna go to Evolve um over in Tampa. I was like, I'm gonna watch the show, I'm gonna give it a chance, I'm just going to deal with Sasha Banks being disrespected, however, and I'll watch it. And I really liked the show a lot. Pretty much from the moment Trish Stratus' music hit, it was time to rock and roll. Yeah, and they had, and now we're going to get to it, um, Trish and Lita versus um, Mickey James and Alicia Fox. Alexa ended up missing because she had a concussion at the time, or was it a sh- or was it an elbow shoulder deal? Alexa had a concussion. Okay. So they they went out there and they had a fun little match and everybody got their it was like it was like a fun nostalgia opening card match and like it was fun and you know like Lita Lita hit the best moonsault I've seen from her in years right <laughs> as if she's been practicing Sing. so yes. yeah so you know I, I enjoyed the match um, I don't know I know what you thought what your thoughts on it were but like I really it was a professional match. professional wrestling match with like two legends that we all or you know, uh, folk names out the past mm-hmm. that everyone's always liked and happy and to see. Happy to see, and they they still look good. So I, I you know, I, I was I was definitely happy to see Trish. Moving on, we have the twenty woman battle royal for the uh, for the number one for uh, for a number one contendership um, on either brand, and um, you know they, they they pulled out this a lot of stops, and it's like they treated this it's like the best. 20 person battle royal that I can think of as far as people being in the ring all together not not a rumble but actually in together and like being able to tell stories that you could see without like all of the muck of all these people are in the corners fake, fake trying to throw people out while people trying to hold on to fake not get thrown out and you know we ended up in like we got a part where like I thought it was interesting that you know we got the Ember chance and there people really wanted Ember to win. It's kind of similar to she like, was over. It's kind of similar to like the Oscar thing, like right before Survivor Series. Is kind of oh, like, the, they also had no clue about Ember and Oscar, like on the main roster. Like they didn't even right. But I'm, yeah, right. But I'm just saying, like I thought it was interesting. Well, they did notice it at um, World Rumble this year, but whatever. So I think I thought it was cool that like Ember got her little got her little mom there, but she got her moment. And like if they had went with her as a contender to Ronda eventually, like. They can look back and say, like, if they kept that in mind, they can always go back to it because, like, if we give Ember a little bit of a push, like, she could, you know, become a quick contender for Ronda because, you know, she's tomato canning everyone. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, you know, yeah, it must be noted that, like, <sighs> Naya won. People were happy that Naya won because she was still a baby face and they, and they, and they did the turn, the quick th- turn thing for her. Um, the Rousey thing, and they quickly about face on that, and she had been faced most of the year. But she, um, she, you know, she almost got two injuries for in one stone with that with that throw on um, Tamina, where she she throws Tamina, she throws basically uh, Zelina's knees into uh, Tamina's face, yep. and almost breaks her fucking nose, and then in the process of almost breaking her fucking nose, Zelina Zelina goes out there and eats and eats the floor. So like whoo. she was concussed also. That's what I mean by yeah. the floor. Like her head hit the floor. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I just laughed at someone being cussed. Yeah. Uh, terrible person. Um, so so yeah, like uh, you know, Ivory lasted a long time in the match. And she looked pretty good. Um, 
uh, what was her name? They got a lunger blazer, a lunger right, blazer, right out of there immediately. Yep, she was she was not here to take no bumps or nothing like that. Like Mm-mm. it was just good to see her. Yep. Um, who else was in the match? I, like, I remember it's that almost it, it like was really laundry, fun. It's almost like a laundry blade showed up just to show that she had, like, she had like a 2018 version of the old gear. Yep. <laughs> That's yep. Like, I'm just here to show you what it, what it will look. I'm just here to show you what it will look like nowadays. But I'm out of here. Thanks. Paula. Yeah. <laughs> um, after that, we had the May Young Classic final. Uh, Tony Storm defeating Io Shirai. Uh, of course, uh, it, in a little bit over ten minutes, crowd. I didn't know if they knew what they were seeing, they but but they were seeing they some were, good wrestling. Yes, like if the, if if that had been play, if that had happened in front of the May Young Classic crowd, they would have lost their shit. Like yep. it was a great it was a great match, and um, they would have got more than ten minutes. Yes, they would have got more than ten minutes, but like you know. Like they, did, I thought like this was the best worked match on the whole card. Um, like you know, and you know, I felt like it could have used another three to five minutes, but I still got a good ass match out of it. So you know, yep. Uh, after that, we had the six woman tag with Sasha Bailey and Natalia against the Riot Squad. Of course, Sasha with the insane gear. Um, yes, just some of the best I've ever seen. <laughs> um, now. We all went to this match thinking, like, oh, this will be a normal-ass Raw tag match. It'll get out of there. And then they kept going and kept going, and they kept doing stuff. And it was like, yo, this match is pretty damn good. Like, I thought this was going to be a boom, boom, bam, we out of here, baby. And no, it actually, like, they actually, they actually you know, sold for heat. Um, they had, you know, they're breaking up finishers. I, th- I thought this was, I thought this was a, you know, one of the bigger, better pleasant surprises of the night. Yeah, uh, and they they were treating them like you know Sasha Bailey and Natalya as pioneers of this whole thing, which they are. And it was like for me, it was kind of like oh, this is a backhanded compliment. It so is. like which it is. Like like meanwhile, these women are like two or the three of them are still in their prime, and yes. you could be using them a lot better. Yes, and that's why I need to get them. Fuck yeah. away from Raw. Yes. Um, after that, we have Shayna Baszler and Kyrie Sane uh, for the NXT Women's Championship. Kyrie uh, losing her championship by technical submission uh, after the appearance of Shayna ba- or Justin Duke and Marina Shafir, mm-hmm. their first real uh, appearance, forming their stable uh, officially on screen in kayfabe. And this was a another one of the Shayna Baszler Kyrie Sane matches where it's not going to break the star scale, but what it's going to do. Is be a really good baby face fighting a person that really knows how to be a heel, and they have tremendous chemistry, and they mm-hmm. can do whatever they want in the ring because Kyrie's just so good as a wrestler. All Shayna has to do is be there, like, think, and Shayna's talented in her own right. right there. I think I think the main I think the main thing that um, about this match and also their NXT match after this is that these two matches have been so good because to an extent they've both basically kind of been like sprints because they've been short their times their times have been shrunk down so instead of like the first match they had at um brooklyn four they're doing this and like it, they're trying to like fit pretty much fitting the whole entire match they had into a shorter time so it's like it's just it's they're just like gigantic pick-me-ups on the card it's like you know they're wrestling so hard and so fast and so well that it's like you can't even like a quote-unquote be a letdown for even if you don't know necessarily know them because they're on NXT as opposed to on the main card and people that are you know there for you know Ronda or or or, or, or Nikki or whoever else. Yeah. So 
yeah, I, I, I love this match. Um, and, and by that point in time, I was like, yo, this is like the, this is like the best pay view. I don't know how long by the, by the time we got through with this match. Um, and then after that, we had the last woman standing, it, which was yes. a classic. Yes. Becky Lynch and Charlotte having the greatest match in the history of, you know, in WWE women's wrestling and yes. arguably the match of the year in WWE. For me, it's, it's my match of the year. And the main roster. It's like this crowd was not coming to see Becky Lynch lose this title. They were coming to see her beat this shit out of Charlotte Flair. Yes. And to literally leave her on the ground so she couldn't get up. Yes. And that's what happened. And for me, this was... I will, we'll get, I'll get to the Becky stuff in a second, but for me, this is why I always say, like, when people talk about Charlotte's overpush and whatever stuff, I always have to say, look, you can say whatever you want to, but at the end of the day, you better damn well say that Charlotte is awesome or or some type of po- some type of positive uh, descriptor for her along the way of you talking about how much you don't like her or she's bland or she has a personality or she's annoying or, or she's condescending or whatever else, because... That woman killed herself to get that match over, and more and most importantly, to get her damn friend over. And congratulate, mission accomplished. This match was awesome. She killed. She was out there getting herself killed and beat with kendo sticks, and and um and getting you know wobbled with the leg drop, which is even the next one, the one that happened at TLC is even worse. But yep. like they, you know, they they did everything. They did everything that you know they needed to do to to go out there and and just kill it and. I heard. <laughs> I, I love that match. And like, remember they they did this. I remember the, uh, the spot that I really loved was that Becky had been beating the piss out of, out of her for months now at this point. I'm sorry for ten weeks, ten weeks specifically, and she buries her underneath all that shit uh, by the by the uh, my now's table, buried under the chairs and, and Charlotte rolls the fuck up. And then she rolls out. And then she rolls out of the out of that out of all that shit like like goddamn Godzilla. And Becky's like shook like oh no Charlotte's coming and Charlotte was so pissed. Yeah, that was a great moment. Yeah, this is great. Um, I had heard someone theorize like maybe like the key to unlocking Charlotte was just ha- start having her in these like no rules matches like where she just can use weapons and and be violent and all this stuff <laughs> where it doesn't have to look all pretty and everything like that. I th- but the thing for me is like there's some I guess there may be something to that maybe, but Charlotte has so many just straight standard matches that are, that are like I, you give four stars to or whatever else that like I can't. I can't say that. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh yeah, well, like maybe, but like, yeah, like sure. But if I give, but like, if I give, um, if I give AJ Styles like fucking uh, a Kindle stick and a bunch of other shit, he's gonna ha- his match is gonna be, also be better too. Like, that's that's you know. Um, but what I will say is like, what I really do appreciate is after all of this shit about whether or not Becky's over enough, or they're actually really pushing her, or, or is she a heel or she a baby face. Look, I ain't like Uptown. Like, don't be concerned about all that outdated shit right now. Like, don't worry about that right now. Uh, Prince Uptown. Like, we're talking about the sexuality. Like, look, don't be, we don't concern ourselves with those sort of things around, around where I'm from. Like, we don't even concern ourselves about that. So, they get to the end, and she's about to, I, I don't know what the hell uh, Charlotte was trying to do mm-hmm. on, on the top rope or whatever else. But Becky catches her and power bombs her ass through that table. And I was like, and then she beats her. It's cathartic. And it was like, 
Yes, they uh, they gave us what every they gave us the finish that everybody in that arena wanted, or more, almost damn near everybody in that arena wanted. Everyone that was watching wanted, and it it flat out like that was the that was a specific date when you say in WWE history or in, in Becky's like you know running with this company going forward. Like that was the moment where she was completely legitimized, regardless of she it doesn't matter if she was the first SmackDown Women's Champion. It, it doesn't matter if she was already champion coming in. She walked down. She, like, she beat this woman two times in a row, and she just flat out beat her. It wasn't no she snuck her. And she beat her. In a feud. She, she beat her. She won the feud. She beat her. She whooped her ass throughout the whole thing. This was a one sided feud, and now this is where we are now. Yeah. And you know, it, 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 it was it, the it right was decision. It like, was the absolute right decision. And and you know, I'm just and at this point. On the show, and I'm watching this. I was like, "Boy, I was on cloud 29." I was like, "Yo, this is this is awesome. This is awesome." Yep. Like, and it was I didn't all, know this all show these was like babyface, all these babyface victories. Yes. Except uh, Shayna, of course, Becky Shana. was still a heel, is, but everyone wanted to see and, Becky win. Yes, and if you notice, um, when we get to TLC, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> we get to TLC, they kind of had a similar format where it's like, look. Unless there's a great reason, unless there's a good reason for the for the hill to win, because we're building somebody, which is fine. Like we're trying to get somebody to the next level. Unless there's a reason for that, baby fears is going over. And and that seems to be a nice little recipe for not like just being exhausted or burnt out from heat from the from and being numb to it and desensitized and wondering why you're watching. They didn't try to get cute uh, at Evolution at all. Nope. And that goes to the main event, uh, Ronda Rousey defending uh, the Raw Women's Championship against Nikki. Uh, we did have our like issues with the feud and the, the the route they took to get there with the whole DNB stuff and just like slut shaming. Yeah, it was just like the lowest of the low brow slut, sh- slut shaming somebody for a relationship. Yep, not for actually being that, but for, for... someone she was like. Yes. You're, uh, yes, engaged yes, yes. too. So. Yes, uh, yeah. You're, ter- yeah. you're. You, let me tell you about you and your monogamous relationship. You asshole. Yeah. So this was like the first crack in the in the Rousey Foundation where Becky Lynch was able to slip through that whole window essentially and expose her in front of the world. For um, but in this match, uh, they had every kind of safe uh, match you could have. They did all the cheating. Um, yes. and then, you this know, was very, this was very much a mismatch. Yeah. This was just a, this was a, a controlled environment match. Yes. What I would say, mm-hmm. um, not bad, not really great or anything. Just right in the middle. And it, it was respectable. It, it was fine. It was like it was fine for the end of the, at the mm-hmm. end of the show. The real, everybody had already saw the main event. I think, yes. And I think the thing, um, I think the thing about it was that they did what was necessary to be able to get you to for at least a while be able to suspend your disbelief that you got Ronda Rousey in the ring with a woman that she would be the piss out of. And they did it via I sense the, a pattern here. They, they did it via the cheating. I and, sense a pattern. No, they did but they did it via the cheating as opposed to them trying to do it the month before with the Alexa and Mickey and the injury thing and the injury thing. I, did, did Mickey even get involved? Oh yeah, she she had two people on the ring with her. She had Mickey okay. and Alicia. Okay. Well it's also the things like Nikki brings a more athletic and larger, uh, a real a, physical threat. Yeah, physical threat than Alexis. Alexis is a, pips, a pipsqueak. Like 
And if and if I, you know, I've always felt like this. Um, when even when they went back to going back to the Becky Lynch thing with Alexa, it was like, say you you don't have the look of a champ. It's like, Invisible Man's muscle factory. Like you think <laughs> you five, all all the five foot nothing would like can be considered that? Like if y'all if y'all if you were a different gender, you probably wouldn't have got hired. Yeah. Or you would have been on 205 Live, for example, and you're talking about Lashley, Lashley. <laughs> so, no, you wouldn't even got a time of day if, it, whatever. So, go ahead. Sorry, I got onto a tangent, but go ahead. Yeah, but um, I overall, WWE Evolution was just a smashing success. It was them learning how to, you know, send a crowd home happy again, yeah. I think. Yes, and, for the first time at God knows how And it was a long overdue thing. And, of course, it was on the same week as Crown Jewel. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on. It must be noted that one of my favorite things, and I don't give a damn what none of y'all say, I'm kiss my black ass. When she wins, and then she goes into, she runs up to the rest of the, uh, the, rest of the women that are by the entrance uh, ramp. And they're celebrating as the show goes off. I loved it. It made me so goddamn happy. To see, like, I watch all of this. I watch this this show. I see all of these people from past, present, and future come out here, and and you know, basically, it, it basically just like it just entertained the hell out of me for for three hours, um, and do good jobs wrestling, and showcasing some of the people that you didn't see. Like, you see people in the background, like um, Bianca Belair, and you just like get optimistic for the future. You just like. And that was and that was the beginning of the trend. That was the beginning of the trend for me and I, and I, you all saying you coined the term after after evolution. Fire the men, <laughs> right? And at first I was like, you know, look, I love evolution. I think in my at this point it was my it was the best pay review of the year for me. But like I I, I thought it was I, I think it's cute and funny that you say that. Um, but and then we get um, to the end of the year, you kind of like. You might be also something rich. You might, you might be like, like imagine like Hulk Hogan like uh, rubbing the Fu Manchu. Yes. Like, hmm, you might be onto something, brother. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I see the money train. You know, might have to hop on. Yes. You know, uh, but up next is a from the the highs of Crown Jewel or uh, excuse me, uh, ew, the highs of Evolution to the lows of lows of lows of WWE Crown Jewel. Oh God. I didn't watch this show. I refuse to watch it. Do you have the card it, up so I can, I I can do. power run through this? I do. Okay. Um, so, um, the very first match is the um, Nakamura versus Rusev match. It was a fine match. It wasn't as good as the match they had earlier in the year on pay-per-view. But, like, it was fine. Um, so, Ray versus Orton. They, they do a quick little match. Ray rolls him up. Or flips his lid, and then he gives him post-match beatdown and hurts his ribs. It was an okay match. Miz versus Jeff Hardy. Eh. Miz won. <laughs> um, Seth versus Bobby Lashley. Eh. Seth won. Is that when you realize Lashley just, like, is a zero? There's nothing there. Exactly. Um, so, then you get um, Dolph versus Kurt. And... They, they were... Ziggler gave him gave him enough, um, but you think that like Kurt Angle would have won, but they decided not to do that because reasons, and especially after he's doing these promos saying like you know I'm in training, I'm best I'm gonna be best world. Then you see him like where he looks like now, and he's like dude, he's been busting his ass to, to get to this to, to look like that again, 
and just just beat them. Just beat them. Just makes no sense. So um, then from there you get the the bar match with uh, the bar versus uh, New Day, and the match is okay. I, I, I should have that match was just a good match, but it's just a good match, and you've seen them have a few really good or great matches before. So you kind of like whatever. So then you get to Miz versus Mysterio, and I really enjoyed this match. Um, I think they've had a couple of matches that are really that have been really good um, since Reyes came back to WWE. I, I like the one they had on TV on SmackDown. <clears throat> yes, and that finish and it's interesting because that finishes sequence plays off of what they did at this match where Ray gets Ray is fighting from underneath because of the ribs, obviously. And Ray, also because he's Ray Mysterio in WWE, and all that they do is book him as an underdog. Correct. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so he <laughs> so then he um, he gets the advantage, and um, he has Miz reeling on the ropes, and then he ha- he's going to go and um, he gets the six one nine. He goes to drop the dime, and then Miz actually gets the knees up, and then goes to th- schools boys from there, and a schoolboy roll, and gets him um, gets the pin and gets out of there. So I thought it was a, I thought it was a cool match. Um, Oh my god, another Dolph Ziggler Seth Rollins match. <laughs> yeah. So they have their match. It's just like every other match you've seen, except this time, um, if I remember correctly. Uh oh yeah, so at this point, keep in mind, Drew did not interfere in the first match with Angle. Comes out again this time. And then he is if either he was going to interfere in this one or he didn't interfere and the ref saw him and threw him out. Even though he didn't interfere in the first one. Go figure. So, um, I, I'm fuzzing what happened at the end, but like, I think maybe, I think maybe Drew came back. I'm not sure. Mm. Either way, Ziggler won and it, it was an okay match or maybe even a good match, but it was, damn sure wasn't great. So, move, we can move on from there. So, <laughs> Then we end up getting, um, is it AJ match this? Yep. Yeah. You get AJ versus Joe. This is, it's like, this was like the Daniel Bryan, Miz, um, super, super showdown version of this, of this, of this feud. Where it's wow. like, they, they, they have wrestled before. It's been good. It's been, or it's been you know, it's been one of the better things of the year, and then like we decided to wrap it up by just you just like getting him the fuck out of there super quick. He tapped him out immediately. Like, I think the story was that he was still selling um, his leg injury from Super Showdown. Um, and then you know that's the reason why he ended up not qualifying as Jeff Hardy or on SmackDown in the week, and then he's beginning to another title shot. And then he just slaps on the calf crush and gets him out of here. Like, I don't know how long that match even went. Like, it may have went... Did that match even go 10 minutes? 11 minutes. Okay, 11. It didn't even feel that fast, that long. So, then we get Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman for the WWE Universal Championship. And they do what they continue to do with this universal title which is make you not give a flying fuck about it or its champion <laughs> um, just the whole history of the belt just so terrible i'm going to give you you remember what I, I told you what they did yes okay so i i still remember it because it was ridiculous okay so stro so they both all come down corbin or Cor- maybe Cor- corbin comes out first i can't remember but corbin's out there corbin holds up the title you know holds it up like the ref will hold it up so, 
then he still is holding on to it, and um, the bell either has or hasn't rang. Can't remember. I'm pretty sure it hasn't rang yet. He ends up immediately behind Strowman while Strowman is staring face face with Lesnar. Next thing you know, Corbin ends up ramming it against the back of uh, Strowman's head. Match starts. F5. Kick out. F5. Kick out. F5. Kick out. I think Braun takes, I think uh, Lesnar takes his gloves off, can't remember or not. Either way, he F5s him out of the ring, over the top rope, through the fucking floor. Now, this is a guy that you look at him walk, and it looks like, he looks like his groin could tear at any moment. Damn. Strowman, right? Yeah. And, you, and at this point in time, we heard about him having some issues with his knees right now, at that point in time. And what's he do? He he basically falls from... He basically like falls 10 from, feet. From like, like nine, from like nine, nine from eight, feet. Yeah. Eight, nine feet to, uh, to, you know, eight, nine, ten feet onto the floor on the on the, on the uh, on the mat. Crawls back. Beats the ten count. F5. Kick out. Picks him up for another F5. He, he, he scrambles out, throws up a big boot, ends up in a corner, goes to charge, picked up for F5, pinned. Horrible. Absolutely. It, and the that sto- sounds and the, so and horrible. And the story is supposed to be about this dastardly Baron Corbin and his belt shot in the back of the head is why he couldn't get out the gates. That's all he could muster was that. Not Braun Strowman looking strong. Nope. Not him just getting Brock Lesnar the fuck out of here. Nope. None of that. He landed one strike for offense against him in that match. Anyway, moving on. That match should go to hell. Um. So, then we get the finals of the Crown... I'm sorry, the, the Crown Jewel World Cup. Or the WWE World Cup to determine the best in the world. So... Je- oh, sorry, um, Dolph and Miz, I believe they may have started the match or whatever. They end up outside, and Miz ends up, like, blow- quote-unquote, blowing out his knee. Miz makes, um, makes a statement talking about, which is reminiscent of, uh, was bring- or actually invokes the um, the promo against Daniel Bryan. He says, I'm, I'm never injured. I'm never injured. I can I can fight through this. I can fight through this. He gets carted off. Um... The, the build of this thing was that this this fucking guy, Shane, threatened the four uh, participants on SmackDown by saying that um, he'll fire He'll him. fire. Uh, your job is in jeopardy if you don't bring home um, this this World Cup, even though that would mean that, like, even though these tournaments have been, are segregated to get until the finals. So that means that literally the best person on SmackDown that you picked would be the one you would fire, you fucking dumbass. Yes. So, never mind that, right? Not these other three losers that couldn't get the job done to even uh, give get, give you a better shot, allegedly. So, Miz ends up um, having to pull out. So, you think, okay, so I guess that means they're awarding it to Dolph. Of course not. This is all about Shane McMahon. So, Shane takes off the whatever he was wearing. Um, and then he decides to start potatoing on um, Dolph Ziggler. He lands coast to coast, and he wins. He is now the best in the world. The whole, the whole entire tournament, tournament was a fucking ruse and a scam a for, snow for, job. for 
I don't even know if it's heat because he's still a fucking baby face. Like they, they was, oh, they know they dropped this, the angle. This was the ultimate. Okay, let's say they did drop the angle on TV. Do I know that if, if I'm just watching T, if I'm just watching the TV, do I know that it's an angle that um that this was um an angle that got dropped, or I just think this is bad fucking television writing or storytelling? Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. So, um. So he's your champion. He's losing his mind. The crowd's happy for him because just Shane man, he was the star twenty years ago. So moving on, we get speaking of that. Yeah, the attitude error. Moving on, so we get the Generation X, Shawn Michaels, and <laughs> in, in Triple H, the Bald Boys. So Damn. not not yeah. So versus the taller Bald Boys. Yeah. <laughs> Kane and the Undertaker. So they proceed to go out there and wrestle forever and ever, and it doesn't stop. It is not. My good. God, twenty-seven and minutes. It's not good, and probably like uh, probably like the first like by the you know by a, a third into the match, uh, Triple H ruptures or or, pull, or rips it or tears his uh his peck, so he's out the match. So Sean has to go out going alone. Sean looks pretty good, but he's wrestling stiffs. So, he he proceeds to go out there and wrestle pretty well. Then Sean at one point goes for a moonsault from from the top rope. <laughs> I've seen it give him from this. the top rope to the floor, and neither one of the brothers' instructions decides to fucking catch him. Correct me if I'm wrong, Rich. Isn't one of the greatest? Isn't one of the greatest wrestling finish finishes of all time? Shawn Michaels. At WrestleMania 25, going to the top rope to land a moonsault on the Undertaker. Undertaker catches him and then gives him a tombstone for the best match that I've ever seen in my life at that point. And correct me if I'm wrong, didn't that not happen? That that was the finish at WrestleMania 25, James. Okay, so this fucking guy, Sean, is lucky to be alive right now because he's too <laughs> goddamn... I shit you not. He landed on his head on the floor! If not, if not for the fact that his body bopped into one of them, the, the, the reader, I'm sorry, to take enough energy off of his fall, he would have landed right on his neck after that fall. He could have landed right on his neck and been, and been a, just a, a quadriplegic. Not, you know, nothing. He'd been in a chair. Damn. So, there's someone wrestling in the match. Sounds terrible. There's someone wrestling in the match. And at a certain point, like, I think Sean's on top rope and, like, Kane's trying to get him down. And then Kane, and then Sean throws a fucking punch. And this motherfucker's Kane's mask and wig comes off. And this was the ultimate... This mask drifting in a self-parody territory. It, this was just like, yo, this is Bachamania. This is Russell crap. This is minus, minus five-star talk. Like, this is just bad. This is embarrassing. There's another spot where, under, where while Sean was going at it and... Um, and, and trying to buy buy uh, Hunter some time. <sighs> Triple H, I'm, sh- I'm I'm sure has told Undertaker, or whoever else, that like one of these pecs is torn. So Undertaker decides that what he's going to do is he keep in mind he went through the table like the, what would be the special down table, the table that's furthest from the card cam. Uh-huh. So he picks him up, he, he lifts him up, and he goes and Undertaker goes to whip. Triple H into the into the barricade that's closest towards uh, the hard camera, and it looked like neither one of them knew what they were going to do and what was going to happen. So 
one was going to either whip one or one was going to reverse or Triple H was going to reverse the whip and both or one was going to the uh, barricade. Problem is, Undertaker has the arm that is useless now. So, instead of one of them getting whipped into it, they both go whip. They both run it. They both literally holding hands. Basically, should may as well have skipped into the damn uh, barricade and then fell in, in, in I and saw, sold it. I saw a, a clip of that as well. Um, and then it, I, just, it just looked like they were they were hitting a dance move essentially. I I don't even remember the finish of the match. Fuck this match. This is like my childhood fucking died. Like Sean Sean and Undertaker, my two favorite wrestlers of all time. This was fucking embarrassing. Like I don't like maybe Sean if you wrestle somebody else and uh, you know like it would look a lot better because he actually looked like he could still do some things. Um, but these other three guys or especially Kane and Undertaker, y'all done. Don't do this no more. Cooked. It's like it, it's 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 it, it like Angle probably now was like y'all are embarrassed. Angle's probably yawing embarrassed yourselves. And all I can do is German suplexes right now. Damn. Crown Jewel. Um, I I refuse to watch this show. Crown Jewel can go to hell. Um, <laughs> the 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 Saudi Arabia stuff disgusted me. The death of the journalist uh, Jamal Khashoggi. Obviously, um, no women's wrestlers on the show still. Undertaker um, promos it with Kane inside a fucking cemetery. Yes, right after this thing happens, just, just literally a horribly disgusting promotional tactic uh, by WWE. It probably will win most discussional disgusting promotional t- tactic in the Observer Awards. Yeah, and this is also a year where, like you know, they they tried to use for a mid card food. They tried to use Roman Reigns as fucking uh, blood <laughs> cancer. God. That, that's the year we've. That's that's what this year yeah. is. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. This 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 is the idea of this sucked, and then they didn't tell us where it was at. Oh, and then they brought they, they brought back Hulk, fucking Hogan. In oh this. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, right. I'm glad I skipped this show. Yeah. Um. The next time we were on pay per view was Survivor Series, a remarkably better effort from the World Wrestling Entertainment uh, promotion. Um. Big switches at the last minute. Daniel Bryan versus AJ uh, versus Brock Lesnar was announced. Big switch at last minute. You mean like five days after the show? Yes. <laughs> of course, we were supposed to get Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch, but she got her face, quote unquote. And it must be mentioned, we were going to get Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey in the main event. Yep. Yep. So the hottest thing that was going on, Becky Lynch was just tearing her up. Promo after promo, all on Twitter, just making Ronda just look like a novice. And on camera, and backstage, and also uh, in the extra videos or whatever else. Like she was incredible, and also a moment of the year, um, a moment of the year contender from the main roster was Becky invading Raw. Yep, Becky invading Raw. Like the other SmackDown yes, women were, they there, were there, but they were there. This but Becky. this was this was very much Gladys in the pimps. They were roughing in the Temptations. Like, look, yeah, I ain't heard much. none of their music. I heard Becky's music. Yes, she she had the, the respect from the Raw team yes. to play her music when she walked out. Yes. Um, look, you, I mean, you better play her music. You saw what she did to Ronda. Yeah. Um, so I would talk about the pre-show match, but they told us it didn't count. Don't count. Um, so this whole show was Monday Night Raw. Dominating SmackDown Live, and which if is you hilarious. yes, which is absolutely hilarious. If you followed all our shows here on Lords of Pain, as well as you know, you'll hear us on Social Suplex. Um, you'll just document how SmackDown has kicked the ass of Raw, and we're not doing any more uh, TV reviews this year. We've just got specialty shows lined up, and this was a 
14, or excuse me, like, I think 14 to 3 advantage for SmackDown. By that point in time, yeah. Like, the last show that we've done. so, if I remember correctly, was uh, on the, okay, so, on the Monday, actually, no, I'm just wrong on that. I take that back. I take back what I was going to say. Never mind. So we had Team Raw in the uh, women's match. Mickey James, Nia Jax, Tamina, Bailey, and Sasha defeating Team SmackDown of Naomi, Carmella, Sonya, Asuka, and Mandy, Mandy Rose. Nia Jax uh, was the last person standing. and Who came out to hella booze. Lots of booze. This was fresh after she hurt. She broke Becky Lynch's face. And fresh this after. This is probably and the zenith after. of it. Yeah, and I was yeah, absolutely. There's been diminished returns ever since. And there's absolutely the um this also like in the middle of her like going on Twitter to use it for heat. Yeah. To, to talk about what about my arm? Or what about my hand? It's yeah. Like, oh, you mean that goofy fucking hand that like that broke this woman's nose when you weren't supposed to do that? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Cool. So this was um, you know, this was a they they had to put Nijax over just to make her look strong, I guess. But, okay. We're gonna talk about this. So um they give Asuka shine because Asuka actually, um, on the Tuesday show, before this one, um, Becky had to pick a contender, and she walked up and went face-to-face with every single woman in the division. The bloodest pop, it wasn't for Charlotte Flair, it wasn't for Naomi, those were the other two that got noticeable pops, it was for Asuka. They, people just completely said, I'll be damned with the whole Carmella bullshit you did with, to her and how you ruined, how you tried to ruin her career from us. We still want Asuka. We still want the Empress of Tomorrow, whatever the fuck that means, but we still want it, right? So, um, they, so because of that, it felt like they listened to the crowd and they gave her some victories and she looked impressive. Um, it, it was reminiscent of the run she, the dominant run she had in the in last year's women's 5-on-5 um, five five traditional Survivor Series match. Um, the problem is, she the number she was so out outgunning our number with bodies. By the time she got to the final two, it's like okay, so they did the whole. Um, they got to the end, and she went through what two or three people? I can't remember. So Nia Jax turns on Sasha Banks. That's where we're, yeah, that, but how many people? Which is she, never fucking explained, by the way. Oh, ever. oh well, the explanation is she's evil. That, that, you know, you know this explanation. The same thing when he like, okay, so why is this why is this heel man GM such a like booking such a shitty show? And the answer is because she's evil. Yeah. Um, after that, we had Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura champion versus champion. Excuse me, mid card champion versus mid card champion. Correct. And um, they had a match. They had a, okay. They were having a match, and then all of a sudden, like the finishing sequence reminded me of like this is what I the finishing sequence is what I wanted out of like the end of WrestleMania's Nakamura and AJ match. If they had that kind of ending, that towards the end, I would have been like, okay, you that's a that's a that's a that's a four star match, great match. Congratulations. It's still underwhelming, but I still got a great match. So this is like that three and a half, three point seven five special. The the end yes because but it was it was even it was better than the normal like the Falcon Arrow and then we start trading fin and then we start trading big moves it was like counters in and out counters in and out of stuff at a fast pace and then I was like um, teasing teasing the um, the the curb stomp getting out of curb stomps teasing the knee the danger of the knees it's like it I really enjoyed the end of this match the beginning of the match mm, no. We're sensing a pattern here, folks. Yeah. Um, the tag team match. Uh, this featured uh, Drake Maverick oh pissing God. himself. 
I'm just going to skip this. Um, Thank you. Buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali uh, had hell of a match. Uh, and this is pretty much Mustafa's last like real appearance in the Cruiserweight division. And he was free. That boy done graduated. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm so happy. Don't it feel good to have, to have him free? Um, uh, and that one I, it was about a four-star match. And those guys are wrestling. You know, and, hey, you know that SmackDown Ice is colder, right? <laughs> Look, the ice on SmackDown is even colder. Like, yes, I'm normally there on on, on Tuesday nights, but for some reason, this SmackDown ice yeah, on the on the yes, main roster is just colder. It's just colder. Like this, like this water is refreshing, boy. Like, <laughs> so I, I never has Fiji tasted so good. Yes. So Buddy Murphy goes over. Uh, good, very good match. Um, Survivor Series match with the men. We have Ziggler, McIntyre, Corbin, Balor, and Lashley. Against Miz, Shane, Ray, Samoa Joe, and Jeff Hardy. Samoa Joe was beaten in 10 seconds. And from there, SmackDown doesn't look like they have a soul that's like that can stand up like as a tough guy or anything. And they just got fucking mowed through. AJ Styles and Randy Orton are both home. Yep. Home. Doing nothing. Um, Sideline. Yes. Two and WWE Hall of Famers. In the, still, look, still top, still uh, mid-card to top draws in the company. Sidelined. Yeah. Um, and I believe it was McIntyre, Strowman, and Lashley that were left standing at the end. Yes, they were the final three. Because, you know, they started they started getting what, the, one of the worst factions of all time get, put together. They were trying to get yeah. in the range. This, I feel like they could have done so much more with this as far as like who they could have picked for the teams. Could have used Andrade C. and Almas. You could have used... Um, AJ Styles, Randy Orton. AJ and Randy Orton. Um, I feel like on Raw they could have used uh, other people too, but um, uh, well, like well, like they, Dean Ambrose or something uh, like that. Well, they uh. didn't do the Dean thing because they were trying to save the heat for later with with AJ for, with uh, for Seth Rollins, yeah. Which is like in retrospect, fucking hilarious. Yeah, sad, fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> um, by this point in time, if I remember correctly, they had already started doing the. He's, he's purposely not giving you a reason for why he turned heel be, to to to, to throw you off. No, they want the heat to be that he didn't tell us, which is like okay, yes, that is heat. However, we have no story, so why the fuck should we care? <laughs> you fucking idiots. So we have Ronda and Charlotte, um, and they go to a DQ when Charlotte starts wailing on Ronda with the kendo sticks. Yes, and before then, it was a it was a physical, intense. Struggle of a match, and I mean that in a good way. Like it wasn't, we're you know we're trading moves, and there was obvious cooperation. Like these two women literally, literally were out here in a struggle. They gonna to, go to, for, for it to battle for ground and leverage, and I and I, I loved it. I loved this match. Yep. And then Charlotte beats the shit out of Ronda after yes. the match. Uh, just, she takes these real kendo st- stick shots. Crowd ends up uh, booing Ronda after and cheering for Charlotte just to whoop that ass and. They give her the nah nah hey hey goodbye chance on the way out of the building. Ronda just looks like she wants to murder everyone in the crowd with her bare hands. She she's not really taking well to being rejected. She tells a man that if I remember correctly says something completely benign to her, and she looks at her looks at him and says, "You're not a man." Yeah. And I remember and like and I'm and I can go back and watch it. I don't remember what he said specifically, but I do remember like being like, oh, "Wow, she he said something like the, the equivalent of." You suck, or you go home, or go home, Rhonda. And she turns up and says, "You are not a man." It's like, whoo, yeah. That has to suck because 
if some if someone like Ronda Rousey says you're not a man, you what ain't you, a man. What give you me a card. Give me no. Give me your ring. You ain't no man. Give yeah. me this. Yeah, you're genderless. You're genderless. You're gone. So, what you gonna do about it? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, talk about that barricade and have Ronda beat the piss out of you and show you how little, how much of a man you ain't, just like she said. So yeah. anyway, um, yeah. So we gotta talk about it. The penalization is fucking stupid. It's one of the things that piss me off right. more than anything in this goddamn uh, year. She. That's right. Ronda, Ronda Rousey gets the gets the hell beat out of her. She took one of the worst, one of the biggest, baddest beatings I've seen in a long time in WWE. And like it, this beating was worse than like when the way that Randy Orton beat the hell out of Jeff Hardy um, on, on that one SmackDown, and just keeps hindering, hindering, hindering. She's bleeding out of her ears, she's bleeding out of her arms, welts, scar, you know. And then she gets a chair and pilmanizes her on her neck, on, around her neck, puts a chair around her neck and head, and then pilmanizes, stomps on it. And does she get carted off? No. Um, does she get assistance walking out, uh, walking out of the arena? No. She tells these medical geeks to get the fuck away from her, and then she, she slowly walks off. And I was just like, have, have y'all forgotten how to fuck to do this, 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 this thing? Like, and then the next night she shows up with that real champion promo and ready to wrestle, and it's just like, then why'd you even do this? And... I don't know which one happened first um, on the next night on Raw or what, what happened second, but on this sa- on the on that same show where she literally twenty four hours a a twenty four hour no sells a a pilmanization and a candlestick beatdown, Braun Strowman gets taken off TV because he had to steal stuff thrown into his arm. We ain't seen him since. Why should I believe any fucking thing they do? If I remember correctly, the next day after that. Is when um, Randy Orton pilmanizes Ray, and Ray is off, is gone for like a, a week or two. He sells it; she doesn't. And like all y'all doing is coming out here and exposing the business. Like that's <laughs> and, and my thing is like okay, I don't even like y- yes, you're valid. It is exposing business. My thing is you can't run all these things so close to each other, back to back to back to and back. Think and we're and, not and gonna ha- notice. No thing we have. One thing we notice, and also not also notice that. Why do you think you have different results for different people or whatever else? And and also like it makes the other stuff looks look and, and like when one person sells something for this long, it makes the other thing look like fucking ridiculous. And like I like somebody. Like your beat- simple lie leads to a big lie. Like <laughs> I just like yo, this is this is, this bothers me more than anything else. Like and also then from that point forward, weeks later, Naya tells us that she's going to beat up Rhonda. Because she's still hurting from this beatdown that she on that she no sold weeks ago. Yep. And she made her look stupid, so then she can't even have to say she can't even come out there and say it the next week. Just 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 and it's like that kills her because they already had their feud. Rhonda had a visual pin on, on uh or visual uh tap out. She was about to put her in the arm bar until Alessa came out. So the only saving grace that Nia really has is that one, I am the face breaker now, and two, Ronda is in danger because she's still hurting and she wants to defend her title. So ultimately, you and weaken that. You program. Weak, so you weaken that too. You you fuck everything up for no goddamn reason. Yeah, yeah. It, and the person that uh, ends up cheered here was Charlotte. So um, then we got Brock Lesnar and Daniel Bryan, which turned out to be a hell of a match. Yes. This I was on my feet. I was. 
thinking Daniel Bryan did the impossible. I was <laughs> looking at the first like eight minutes of this match, like, oh my god, I think Brock Lesnar like killed him on that first suplex. Yep, that one too. And then I was like, hold on, they're doing something. So I didn't freak out. And of course, you know, you had all the bad takes on Twitter. Just people just like, oh, you know, whatever. I won't get into it here. But um, then halfway through the match, it turns around. And how does it turn around, though? And so Brock Lesnar, like, leans over uh, after, you know, whatever happens. Daniel Bryan kicks him in the face a couple times, and then he's just rocked, and he starts selling for Daniel Bryan. And when Brock sells, it's awesome. Wasn't no? I think you're missing the. I think you're missing the real spot. The nut shot. He has him up for F five after beating the piss out. Oh of him. yeah, that's right. He's, he's fucking done and dead to rights. And this fucking ref is like clearly too close, and you see it, and you're just like, okay, that's gonna happen. So. Um, he gets F five into the ref. The ref takes the bump. So so Brian stays on his feet. Immediately sees the refs down, and then and then goes to his then goes to the his new, new move, the new signature move, the dick kick. Yeah. So Brock Lesnar and his balls, who was, what was always on our assault with Undertaker two thousand fifteen, are now back on on now hit back, back on the, the radar. Market. Yeah, yep. back on the radar. His dick kicks him. And then he go, you know, then he goes on a on a flurry of offense and um in near falls and and um and submission their fucking uh, uh, minds. submission attempts and the match was great, great the match was great. My problem is um with the match that I just can't get over is like it's the same exact match as the AJ match from a year ago, minus minus the except they made Bron- AJ look more like a credible threat because he wasn't he didn't get lucky by the fact that this stupid ref was in the wrong position. Yeah, I I didn't look at it like that because no no it's like no it's just still a great match one of the best matches of the year just for me I'm like the same fucking match as last year with AJ like it's, it's swap swap out sub six foot uh, six foot great wrestler yeah that Vince trusts and likes <laughs> that's that's like literally like swap him out so I I thought Daniel Bryan stole one when he hit the yes and oh, yeah. I, I I thought he stole I one. didn't believe for a second because I was still doing the same thing like this is just like the AJ match so of course he's gonna it's, that's that's I'm getting it like they would be almost beat by beat by beat the same way but what it's still a great match because it's a timeless it's a timeless match of Dave versus Goliath you all all David needs is a chance and and if he has enough heart. He can make it happen, and, then, and now everyone in the building wants. Even though Daniel he's, a, even though he's a heel right now, yeah, yeah. Point. Even though they they fucked, they, they they just fucked everything up. He's a heel. He's a match. heel, but he's but it, it was but look look. People always talk about like heel versus heel matches don't work. I just saw a heel versus heel match like blow the roof off. So I don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to hear it. Like all you gotta do is babyface one of these heels for one night and have that person uh, be the person that works underneath, and it'll work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Survivor Series overall, uh, step in the right direction on pay-per-view. Um, <laughs> we got at least three matches that I watch again. Yes. Uh, maybe four if you put in a Knockmore and Rollins, if you're in the mood, if you want to, you know, sit down and, and watch a 20-minute match and then be excited by the last half of it. So, um, <laughs> um, yeah, man, so... After that, uh, we got TLC, which was the most recent show. We obviously did a review for that recently, so uh, won't go into too much detail here. But of course, we got the the two big matches with Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. Finally, AJ Styles reaches that level that we thought, you know, 
that he should have been on pretty much all year with all the opponents that he had. Yeah, clean finish. And all it took was uh, yeah, clean finish for him to lose the belt. Um, <laughs> and then too. finally get to do a clean finish. Um, and Dan Bryan showing that, oh, I'm just as great as I always was. I rolled out of bed create a new character on the fly because this company obviously doesn't know what they're doing. So I'm going to take the reins on this shit. Like if you don't want to make me interesting, I'll make myself interesting. How about that? Right. Um, Oscar winning the, uh, the three way match and winning the SmackDown women's championship. I still don't know how I feel about Becky losing the title. Uh, cause I'm, I, well, remember I, th- picking I, think, Becky all, to I win. think it all comes down to like, what, what are we going to get out in the aftermath? Cause it like, cause it's still what, ongoing. Cause if it turns into, if it turns if it into turn- anything that's not Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. Or Becky Lynch, Ronda, and Charlotte. And even that is just like, this isn't, I, look, what, man. Th- this isn't what we wanted to see. This is what the, the WWE wants to see. Look, they have they have been, look, they have been pushing Charlotte down. Or they've been over pushing Charlotte for literally three years. Like, so, like for, so Charlotte will be in another match. It'll be, we'll be right back to square one. She'll be back in another match she ain't supposed to be in. Or people don't want to see her in. Who, Charlotte? Yeah. What match was she in that you in? People, oh, it's my, uh, At Summer SummerSlam. Slam. Yeah, but, I mean, whatever. Like, is their first ever, is, you know, we all think this is going to be the first ever women's paper, uh, women's main event of WrestleMania. Like, this is, a, this is the most pushed woman they probably have ever had. Um, and she's also awesome. So it's like, I don't, you know, I'd rather see it just be Becky versus Charlotte and, but I'm sorry, Becky versus Ronda, but that's a hell of a consolation prize. Like, I'd still be happy to see those three go at it because like, I just saw them have this tear the roof off with Oscar and obviously Ronda's not no Oscar in the ring, at least not yet, but you get, you let them be able to plan this stuff out and have their match. Match like. I I feel like I'm guaranteed a great main event for WrestleMania if I get either one of those scenarios. So look, for me, you know how you know when was the last time I knew it was in the bag for WrestleMania the main event of WrestleMania? Just like WrestleMania 30? Exactly. That's how long it's been like, yeah, I know I know for a fact. I don't even I have all my faith in the world that like they're gonna have a great match and I'm gonna go, you know, whether I don't get a finish I want or whatever else, I'll be like, look, I still know I got a satisfying match or whatever else. It's been a long time as I can say about a WrestleMania, so whatever. If they come out here and have Becky in anything but those two matches, I agree. I'll be pissed. And we're gonna look back and be like, "Why are you even bother taking the belt off her? You could have, you could have transitioned and had Ronda just screw Charlotte and just Charlotte alone, and then have Charlotte make the run towards her and call it a day, and let um, and then kept you know trying to rebuild Oscar along the way, and then you could have done Oscar versus Becky or or. You wait, or you, you you dumb fucks decided to waste your time by having Nia uh, win the Rumble, and now it's gonna be Nia versus Becky, and then you know even that I would have been like y'all can go to hell, y'all oh, fucked it all up. That is, look, I'm still not, I'm, I'm I wouldn't put a pass on that's still not on the table. Yeah, why? Because they don't because because they, this company because, doesn't know how no, to book because professional they, wrestling no, because they want to because that is one of the women that they've pushed and. She has some heat, and they decided, like, oh, that's an interesting little story here or there. We'll try this one out. Yeah. Even though even though no one really wants to see that match at all. Like. That shit's over. Yeah. Like, if you want to do it. We do all it, dead if shit. You know, if you want to do it, do it at Royal Rumble. Don't do it here. Don't do it at WrestleMania. 
Yeah. Like, no, do that in the Rumble. Like, <laughs> like no, no, either one. Like, either let one. her throw like, her let, ass look, out. Whatever, whatever altercation or match they have, it needs to be done in. It needs to be done at the January show and not at the April one. And of course, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Just a a disappointing, frustrating. We these guys are at weird points in their careers because these guys have already been champions these before, dude, right? These two dudes have been wrestling in in the, on the main roster and around the world for, for too damn long. They've been look. They've been they've had high positions in this company for too damn long. Uh, they've had too many goddamn great. Good or great matches on pay per view and big spots against each other. Too many goddamn times for them to come out there and put out um, and put out a match like that. Like this is the match. And I said to you, this is a match that I expect them to have when it's 2028. When it's 2028, like I expect them yeah, to have, when a, these ma- are old have men. a have a match like that. It just because they can't do what they need to do. This match was a perfectly acceptable match. If this is. Seth Rollins wrestling, and I, and I, wrestling somebody and you know he, what we're not going to do. With. And you know what we're not going to do. We're not going to drop this under the guise of storytelling, right? Because storytelling story. ain't 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 exactly boring. If you want to no. talk about storytelling, you can watch the match that went on right the fuck before this, yes. and it was fucking excellent. We're not going to drop, um, you know, or no, no. Like, How about this? You want to talk about storytelling? How about the match? How about the match happened before the Daniel Bryan ages? The Ronda Rousey match was a better story, uh, work, uh, uh, told story. Like you had, you had three different feuds based off of all this, all the different like angles that uh, or Dean Ambrose decided to approach this thing with, and all three of them led to the same. To all three of them led to there's heat and intensity behind this. Besides just a whole, uh, the first of all of this stuff, and even though it was the first of. You guys have been going at it. He's been beating the piss out of you. You've been talking. He's been talking about Roman Reigns and Karma and that boy, and talking about God and that bullshit. You got, um, and you got him talking about the vaccinations and 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 doing the goofy comedy thing, and then talking about how you know your emotions are going to better you, and you're gonna and you're gonna end up like costing yourself or whatever. I'm gonna take this from you or whatever else. And I and he decided to do that on like after after seven weeks of, of of build, he decided to use that on week seven on the go home show. So. And like, literally, the whole story, the whole match became the story about the, th- the shit that was thrown in at the end of it, as opposed to what was the whole the six weeks before it. And it's like, y'all, 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 just y'all, don't, y'all don't know. They y'all, just whiffed. Y'all got this one wrong, and y'all get more opportunities. Than I, I'm, I'm almost, I'm almost feel stupid saying this. I'm, I'm almost 100 percent sure that. They're gonna have another match, and it's gonna blow this one out the park. It's in, so the people that are caping up for this one can just can forget that it happened. Is worry about the next match that we get out of them. Yeah, I I don't understand the caping. Like it, it's just like if they throw a dud, they throw a dud. Like it's so you don't you, you don't get the you don't get the nuanced storytelling. No, I get it. It's just not that compelling. And apparently, the, the, the folks in the arena agreed with us, who sat there and just stared at it and chanted, you know, for things yeah. other than you know the match. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, uh, that's pretty much going to wrap it up uh, as far but, but, as. But, but, but I guess we, we haven't talked about the overall uh, theme of the show for this one. Oh, this was a great show. Yeah, yeah, it was. TLC was a great show. Is one of the three best pay per views of the year. Yeah, on the main roster, lots of good guys winning, and if the bad guys are winning, they were. It's for a reason. It's for a damn good reason. Yeah, like like Dan Bryan, you're not going to take the belt off him that fast, and they had a classic. Um, I think, I, and 
you know, looking at it, got Corbin the fuck out of here. You got Ruby Riot out of here. They did Balor. McIntyre was all right. Mysterio Norton. Yeah. Um, yeah. I overall I liked the show. It was an easy watch. Yes. And, and and they they decided to have the four biggest matches as far as their build at the end of it as opposed to sprinkle them amongst it. And you know, except for one match, all of them came through. Yeah. What do you know? And, of course, we have the politics of Monday Night Raw. Oh, yeah, that. Uh, getting to go after the WWE Championship. Yeah. Even though... It like, was even not though that, Even though that feud had, had clearly cratered and synced and, like, friend interest had waned. And, you know, you're getting weird crowd reactions. Like, they still decided to put it on um, in the semi-main for, for just because. And yeah. it's, uh, you know... You, I mean, you could argue that it suffered because of it. But, it, but you could also... But, you know, if you want to argue that it suffered because of it, it's because... That match didn't, it wasn't that hot as far as the build. It should have went lower on yeah. the car. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, that's going to wrap up uh, part two of our WWE pay-per-view in review. Of course, part one was located over on the Social Suplex Podcast Network um, where if you wanted to hear us kill some shit, that was yeah. it. Yeah, um, so, <laughs> so what I would say to people that, are, that um, we talk about our feelings on the first half of the year and this year, like second half of this year, they did a lot of good things on pay per view. Um, they still screwed up a few paper. They screwed, still screwed up main events like SummerSlam and Hell in a Cell, but and um, Crown Jewel was still a fucking disaster. But Evolution, Hell in a Cell, um, Survivor Series, Su- Su- Survivor Series, TLC, and part of SummerSlam were just like those were. Those are shows that I would give I would give a thumb up to or two thumbs up to. I think you're a lot higher on Hell in a Cell than me. I'm never going to let that main event slide ever. In no, life. no, 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 no. That, if if you cut off that Hell in a Cell, like that is a, that is clearly easily a two thumbs up pay per view. But look, if you're that down on and it, that look, AJ that's, Styles look, finish, listen, like that, listen, remember when it happened? It was the first thing I said to you. This was a goddamn '96. Uh, this is a goddamn '96, '97 uh, WCW review. You, like you had Undercar, when you had your Jer- you had your your Jerichos and your Rays and your Booker T's and who and uh, and whoever else you want to say. And then you went out there and then you went and stunk that shit up with Roddy Piper <laughs> <laughs> or Macho Man or whoever, whoever. That's or exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I I like TLC a lot more. I agree. I don't know. I you know I I. I feel like WWE's pay-per-view should be a lot better for all the talent that they have. I agree. No matter like what they're submitting, like I, I will say this: Evolution. Evolution was the only Ev- one in the second half of the year I thought that was just like, I mean, in TLC that I yeah. was like impressed with. Yeah, I will say that Evolution and TLC are the two pay-per-views that like felt like, wow, these people are living up to the talent that they have that they uh, that they have at their disposal. And good, and good, and good job on both on, on y'all for actually like doing this mm-hmm. two times. So you know, like I don't know what your pay per view of the year is, but like for, uh, but for me, like it's it's one of them two, probably. Yeah, yeah, it's probably one of those two. I, I really like the Royal Rumble. Um, nothing in the first half, but aside from that, yeah. But um, the Rumble, but you know, the Rumble is so great, and that's a whole hour. So yeah. I, I get why you feel that way, yeah. and also like same thing. Women like the women rumble was good too. It just it obviously yeah. wasn't the the um, wasn't the men's rumble, but like you got two good rumbles in a in an era where like 
that you might not see. You, man, it's, it, it's it, could be, they, it could be years before you see one good rumble. Bro, and they, they did them <laughs> on the same night, which yes. was, like, crazy. Yes, yeah. Um, I guess, like, since we have, like, limited amounts of shows left for this year, we might as well crown the LeBron James You Bum of the Year. Mmm. Interesting. Okay, let's do it. I, I think there's only one guy that 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 can be he won the award four times in 17 weeks he was a mainstay in being on the voting the of course we we grab five people if it wasn't him it was kind of like it was kind of like um like lebron and jordan mvp is like if he's not there he's always in the discussion yes this man was always around finishing top two top three maybe top four Avoiding it sometimes, <laughs> but no question, could there be anyone other than the immortal, the legendary, the lone constable, Baron Corbin, the yeah. LeBron James You Bum of the Year? <laughs> this sounds funny. <laughs> this guy was a ratings killer. <laughs> 